to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is Cars. Go ahead and pop it in DVD or Blu-ray. <laughs> press room. play, press pause when the Pixar logo goes to a Yay 20 Years logo, which then fades to black. It's the first shame you perceive of all black. Basically, when the lamp actually turns off, press pause. And in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause, at which point I'll press play. You'll press play. We'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, with four friends in your head. Your friends this week are myself, as always, Tig Christie, Brian Banana Finifter. Greetings. Michael Steak Shake Scott. <laughs> Whoa. You drink, you drink a steak shake. And then Trey... No intake whatsoever. Stokes. I'm having water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Cars. This is exciting. Now, Cars <laughs> has the... the now, now, I, I just was... We didn't, like, discuss this. It just sort of came, I think, from you. That it was we're me. Doing it was my cars. idea. Yeah. So justify that. Because I want to have a larger conversation about Pixar over the course of this and a, a follow-up conversation we're going to have afterwards called Are We Worried About Pixar? Where, over the last few years, Pixar's... Previously untarnished <laughs> reputation for releasing every single year and a half, like Clockwork, a fucking amazing movie over and over again and never broke it. And then in the last few years, uh, starting with Cars, they became a little bit more questionable. And then Cars 2 and then now Brave, which I, I liked more than most people did, but it's certainly not firing on all the cylinders that you know Nemo or Incredibles or Monsters, Inc. are, any of those. What's going on here? And Cars is sort of the first one that everyone went, huh? So I want to see if we can figure out what's going on with Cars, why people don't like it, why it's... Uh, not as good of a movie as the rest of them. I actually watched it last night, and I had a good time with it. I think it's good. I think it's better than it gets credit for. Uh, I think it might be the ultimate example of, well, yeah, when you look at the other stuff they made, then it doesn't look good. But if this was a movie that just came out yesterday, and you saw it on the internet, and you're just like, oh, it's this, play, you'd be like, that was a good little movie. Holy shit, look at that wacky thing. That was that was good. That was crazy. Cars 2 is not that at all. Cars 2, does, that doesn't apply to. But for Cars... I bet it's wacky. Oh, it's wacky, <laughs> sir. Oh. Oh, the whack. Anyway, the the thing with Cars, I was watching it last night, that I just kept, I couldn't get over, was how beautiful this movie is. Oh, yeah. This is oh, just yeah. a sexy, beautiful, like the lighting department in this yeah. blows my mind. And also, the guys who rigged the cars and the axles and how they can high-five each other and all of that, and the, the mouths with like the bent-up dimples, I'm really, maybe I'm getting too nerdy about the, the CG side of things, but Cars is, as a movie... I think it's fine. I think it's unfairly maligned. I think it's not quite as good as the rest of them, but that's only because the other ones are all gems and classics, and Cars is just one of those, yeah, you know. If I had kids and they were watching Pixar movies all the time, I wouldn't be disappointed if they kept popping in Cars over and over again. I mean, it's a wonderful little movie. Maybe it's the pop songs. I don't know. Brian? How do you feel about Cars? Uh, well, un- unfortunately, this movie never had a chance for me for Square One because I spent... Uh, one year living immediately next to and four years living in the same town as the Daytona 500, the ah, Daytona yes. Speedway, uh, which and living amongst uh, people who enjoy that sort of thing to a wonderful degree. So I have long since had a very uh, not enjoyable opinion of uh, racing and, and NASCAR and that sort of thing in general. So uh, it's... It seems like a, a coffee and bagels movie to me, and I don't know if that's just my own tarnish, you know, my own dislike of racing to begin with. Yeah, oh God, why do they even have to go to this world? You know, monsters great, uh, robots in the future great, uh, toys great, uh, the ocean great, but um, the whole thing and it seems to carry with it more of a coffee and bagels feeling to it than I think Pixar had before, and I think that's kind of what uh, we're picking up on. Define coffee and bagels for the people who haven't heard it before. It's a, it's a term we've used before. It's when you're when you're watching a movie, 
And it's just, it's so bad for whatever reason that you're, you're brought out of the fact that this is a story that you're watching and you're, the suspension of disbelief is broken. And you just have this thought in the middle of the movie going, wow, somebody woke up every morning really early at 5 a.m. to make coffee and bagels for this movie every day, which is a, <laughs> which is a way of encapsulating the idea of a lot of people worked really hard to make this. And isn't that a shame that so much work went in and at the end result was this? I really just do not like race cars. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. unfortunately the, the end, end all be <laughs> that, all That's pretty it. clear, yeah. Dorkman, uh, where's cars in your pantheon? Huh? I, it's it's not anywhere near the bottom in my view. I don't I don't understand where. I mean, I can I can understand if you are not interested in like I'm not interested in NASCAR or anything, but I don't have an active antipathy towards it. I'm just like <laughs> that's just not something I pay any attention to. I don't understand why anyone would, but you know, <laughs> sure, fine, go figure. Go, you know, live with the people who would for four years. They'll yeah. have a different opinion. Sure, I I, I'm I live sure in Indianapolis, <laughs> but it's I, not the same. Okay. I don't think that this movie I don't think there's anything wrong with this movie. I, I, I certainly can see how if you're not particularly interested in the underlying subject matter it can be hard to get into, but it's a perfectly well made movie and I think it's a perfectly well told story. I think it's well structured. I mean I can understand people who were upset that it um basically this is Doc Hollywood. It steals the plot wholesale from Doc Hollywood and they're just cars instead. Which is fine. I don't have a problem with yeah. sure. plots. Doc, um, Doc Hollywood wasn't the first time to tell that story yeah, either. It's, yeah. it's, so maybe people feel like it was a less original story than Pixar has normally told before, but I really don't understand. Th- this would not be the point where, where Pixar started going off the rails, in no. my view. Um, well, for one thing, because cars don't have rails. I think it's a. Pr- I, 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 oh, think, yeah. I think this is a perfectly fine movie. I can agree that it's not as, like, Amazing and and great as like as the Incredibles a lot punches of their... you in the face with its oh my god all the things are awesome awesome yeah. awesome but I I don't have any objection to this one and I don't have any problem watching it and I think I I probably like it more than a lot of people do because I just don't I I really don't see anything wrong with it but I don't you know go out of my way to watch it very often maybe this is all just Pixar trolling us <laughs> because the message of the movie is to slow down and enjoy what you got yeah and then it <laughs> yeah. puts you know. Anyway, Trey, uh, Cars? Well, it's 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 one of my least favorite Pixar movies, but like I said, that's like as I've said many times, it's like this this French fry is my least favorite one of this pack of French fries. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like they're they're almost all, you know, that that it's it's not like you know, I'm I'm certainly with Mike. It's like I don't hate Cars. It's not a piece of <laughs> shit. It's not, you know, oh my god, this is terrible and you know, it's it, every component piece of it is is great, you know, and and even though I I still don't care for it as much as as virtually any other uh pixar movie other than brave um it's I, I can't like point to like the thing that's wrong with it because i there there really isn't anything particularly wrong with it volkswagen flies um yeah well volkswagen <laughs> flies it it might it might be a little bit to do with that i think i think some of it has to do with you know your your favorite whatever your personal favorite pixar movie may be probably has at least something to do with either the age you were when you saw it and how it resonated with you at that time and and what the subject matter is i mean i i'm surprised that so that quite often in the forums people put ratatouille as one of their least favorite and it's one of my favorites um but that's because i like food and i like rats so um, <laughs> you like pat Oswalt. yeah and i like i like gene garofalo i mean it's like everything is like oh a movie for me how nice so um you know i, I don't get why people don't love ratatouille but you know that's fine um, I can see how you, if you were a NASCAR fan, this would be could easily be your favorite Pixar movie, and and there's no reason not to because it's 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 made for, you know, it gives it gives gifts to people like that. Oh my God, Richard Petty does a voice of a car. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, like if you if you know who Richard Petty is, I I know 
barely who Richard Petty is. I wouldn't recognize his voice to go, that's Richard Petty. So it's, it's, it is, it might be a little bit that it, it was, I can't think of, I mean, help me out if, I, if I'm, if I'm wrong, but it, it's the, it, it does enter into a, a bit of an uncanny valley that no other Pixar movie had where it's really trying to take a really fantastic concept. I mean, monsters are at least creatures and, t- and toys are at least what they are. You can imagine <laughs> this a is like of taking, evolution. There's a whole world of cars and there, I think there's a heavier suspension of disbelief that yeah. goes on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a very strange design. It's, yeah, it's yeah. it still behaves as though there are people around, and then yeah. they just went what are the, away. And what the, are the cars seats are, for inside? Yeah. You know, and all that. Kind of, it's, it's like, and as you say, why are there? Why are the actual insects? Why are they bugs? It's like some what strange evolutionary path has, has yeah. created this this world? So, Not only as like individuals, but as a society, the whole thing. Like, if it was actually, we'll get into the insanity. I'm yeah. sorry. So, but th- that might be part of it. It's it's a little bitter, <laughs> bigger, you know, bit of a magic bean to swallow. Um, to get you into the story, as opposed to this is a rat. He lives under a restaurant. Okay, I, I, I get it. You know, I don't have to. I don't have to overthink that. I, I understand. So it's again, it's it's you know, as much as I've said, oh, I don't really care that much for cars. It's like it's you know, any any individual moment, I'll go. Oh my God, that's beautiful. And as you said, um, as we've said, you know, every Pixar movie is kind of like okay, the guys in the programming department really made a breakthrough on X. And now we're going to make a movie that showcases it. Yeah. This one was lighting and reflections. Oh my god! Yeah, and and it is it is stunningly beautiful with the lighting. Yes, that's, that's the breakthrough. The thing that's always... supposed to brave is like we can do hair like you can't believe. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do a whole movie about hair. <laughs> Suck it, Dee <Didi. laughs> Anyway, so you're at the point where the uh, Pixar logo has traded into a Pixar 20 Years logo, which then clicked off, went to black, like we are here. Put your finger on the button. Three, two. One on pause. Floor it. Yeah. It, Floor it. Oh. oh, nice. It it uh, it reminded me somewhat of. Um, did anyone see Robots? The blue. I saw yeah. Robots. Yeah. 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 That was that was another one where you sit back and you think, this this is after they've wiped out the humans. Like this, <laughs> this is, is clearly a sort of weird yeah. post singularity yeah. kind of world. This is clearly yeah. a world designed by humans and overtaken by the robots and they've just forgotten it and they're never going to bring it up again. But I'm like, this is dark. <laughs> there's, there's a darkness underlying this no that I can't ignore. Eh? No subtitles. I'm sorry about that. Oh but dear. For the most part, it's a Pixar movie. So it's, it's kind of easy to follow. Actually, there's a lot of dialogue in this one. This, oh God, right off the bat. Now, what's yeah. interesting, I worked on a couple of spots. This is a, a weird anecdote to start <coughs> with, but I worked on a couple of spots for NASCAR races a few years ago, uh, and I, I was dealing a lot in texturing NASCARs, and it's actually it's trickier for me to texture a NASCAR than it is to texture a real one because you're basically dealing with a fiberglass thing that has stickers on it, and it's weirder to try to texture something that looks photorealistically like fiberglass with stickers on it I mean, it's easier to UV it, and it's easier to do the actual work, but then to make it look right, I had more trouble with that than I would if I was just doing like a, a normal car. Because of the reflectivity just, of it? Yeah, just because you, it's it's something that you're less familiar with, the stickers on NASCAR, or at least I am, because fuck that shit. But anyway, it's just an interesting note, and it took me a long time. In fact, it wasn't until that gig that I realized, oh, those aren't real headlights. Yeah, they're, that's, they're that's, not. Those, they're, are, those are totally stickers. Yeah. Now, the, speaking of lighting, what I love about... It happens again on the highways, but it's really prominent in these roadway shots. Look at the shadows. Because this isn't lit with big area lights. This is lit with hundreds of spotlights, it looks like. So you get these cool crisscrossing shadows at high speed. And it looks... There it is, right there. Yeah. That is badass. That is beautiful. Beautiful stuff. This whole thing is just stunning. And do you remember watching it? Did any of you guys see it in theaters? I did, yeah. Oh, it was... I always watched Pixar in theaters. I watched it was just the beautiful. second one in theaters. I don't think I watched this one. Beautiful in theaters. And there's the rigging I'm talking about. No, oh, yeah, I'm... except the second one. I didn't watch the second one in theaters. I still haven't seen it. Oh. Now... 
oh, this is cute too. The flashing thing. Yeah. The, the second I flashing joke. The second flashing joke is actually better, but it's more subtle. Um, what 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 else is crazy about this? I was talking about earlier is the rigging because I know how to rig a human model. I need, I know how to rig a dog. I don't know how you. How do you? What is what does the rig look like? What when you're trying to when the the wheels can do anything? They must have like multiple rigs for multiple sort of actions, more like puppets as opposed to just we can bend it any way we want to because it's it's mostly hard body but not totally. And the things that really kill me are the articulation of the wheels on the little arms that they have, and then also the lips, the way they always dimple and they never intersect with each other. That's hard. <laughs> Pixar is good at this. Anyway, and aside from all that, I brought up movie theaters just to. Remember that when I saw this in you know full res, big screen, bright light, it's just stunning. It's just a gorgeous movie. Well, yeah, and it's actually the little things that, uh, like when the that car just spun out. You know, it's like the smoke, the smoke, the smoke and stuff. The tires, like, yeah. God, the smoke sims they have both times. They do the the um, the drifting uh, gag, mm-hmm. and I love that the green one is off. A little bit. That's perfect. Ah, oh, it's just great. It's just great. But the, the And the, the, the texturing to the uh the, the tire tracks that are left on the on the um on the track. Yeah. Yeah. There's I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that there's always a lot of expressions in Pixar movies, but I'll bet you this one was actually heavier on them than usual. Uh, oh I'm sure. Just, I'm sure it's just, just, just a lot just, of development just, work just, to just, to figure out how to get it exactly right. Everything articulating everything else all the time. It just looks like a, a huge headache. So what do you guys think about uh, you brought up the pop songs? I because uh, a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but but people will point out that this is a movie that Pixar doesn't normally do that. They normally yeah. kind of avoid that. They write their own songs. They've got they have Randy Newman coming and using and uh, <laughs> Bear and a buddy. Yeah, exactly. Music Bobby. So um, so it was a little. It is a He's little a unusual. <laughs> To yeah. have you know oh, Cheryl Crow come in, or, or right. I think it was Cheryl Crow. And I, uh, I, I still, I still, uh, I, still I still enjoy um, driving anytime Life Is a Highway comes on. Yep. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's that's a great little montage. I mean, that really that montage does capture the the idea, you know, the feel of driving cross country. It really mm-hmm. does. Um, I, one of the things I do like the most about this about this movie is that you know that it goes into the the history of Route sixty six and all that, and the, you know the car culture. Of America and that that part of it, NASCAR. I'm not that interested in, but the Route 66 thing, I am interested in. Um, I actually retraced part of Route 66, at Ugh. least the, the California section, and uh, and that that whole idea of that that era of America is is fascinating. So so the, the fact that it gets into that and gets very nostalgic because Lasseter, that was very much a Lasseter thing. That yeah, you know, he, he wanted to do this movie partly because of that, um, and and pay, <laughs> do homage to to the whole Route 66 concept. And uh, and that is fascinating to me too, and 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 so that whole drive um, montage is one of my favorite sections of this movie. This whole sequence right here, where all the cars are spinning out and he's going through the, we have to have a different word. I've been using the word or the expression "stylized photoreal" because this is not photoreal, but this is photoreal. Like all the things, especially once you start getting into things with really complex interactions in the, in the smoke and all that stuff, it's not just detailed. It actually looks really plausible in the way that all the lighting works and the motion blur. It's just this weird combination of it must have it must have been tricky. There's probably more time than people would actually think spent designing not even the look and the design of the world, but literally the way it would be photographed in the movie. Because there's oh, sequence sure. in this, especially when you're doing like the driving montages where you're just seeing roadways and cool crops going by real fast and the waterfall and all that stuff. Where it's like this looks like a matte painting that could have been in a real movie. But then you also see stuff like slightly glowy cars in some cases, uh, and you know obviously the cartooniness. It's just it's this movie has a lot of hidden work in it 
and it always bugs me that it people just don't like this movie as much, and I don't I don't know exactly why. I mean, there, we, there's several reasons, I guess. One of his loony is all Get Out. Well, and one so is I mean, the, when, when you change the tires, does that qualify as an amputation? <laughs> I think they does treat, it hurt? They, they treat yeah. them more as shoes. Yeah, that's a that's what I don't get is gas. Because like, if it's food, if it's an equivalent to food, then it's weird that. He's you put asking, it in the butt. He, he, come, <laughs> here, come jam me up with food. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like I would. Well, the headphones. Just haven't you ever had lunch yeah. through an enema? It's weird. You that, try well, it sometimes. Like, <laughs> let's. Maybe we should save that <laughs> for an intermission. That'll pick you right up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Other, anyway, just the, there's the apple cart. You'll by definitely the way. be ready to go for a couple runs around the track. <laughs> that that uh, I, I, yeah, it's. This is probably. It's probably a point to be made that that. This movie, I mean, this is uh, the reason. The whole reason Cars Two got made, you know, this wasn't Pixar's most critically popular movie, but this was their most financially successful one because of all the toys. Yeah, yeah. right. The merchandise—they've um, made a shit ton of money. They've made, the merchandise. they've made literally over a billion dollars on this yeah. movie. This is their most successful movie, I think, um, in in those terms, um, which is why they made Cars Two. But they yeah. were like, we don't have a story, so there's it's James Bond now. Um, but I, I I think this is a movie that you can make an argument because it's you know brightly colored and and fun and entertaining. It probably appeals a little bit more to a younger crowd who's not going to think about the existential <laughs> uh, you know uh, implications of a lot of these uh, things and and maybe thinking about that um, almost being unable not to think about that is distract because it's like. You're watching NASCAR, like, it's one thing to be a person watching people drive around. It's another thing to be a car that could also... So, this is like high-speed track and field to them, almost. Because it's like <laughs> yeah. any of them could get down there and it's do like it. It's like roller derby or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is... Now, what, I, I, we're going to have to talk <laughs> about this more later because they just keep increasing. But off the top of your head, what what is, all, what is your individual favorite? Uh, what is going on with this world that is insane? detail about this movie for instance all of the cars that are in the stands how did they get there <laughs> well i'll ask how the, are they how, not falling how are they taking photographs yeah <laughs> they're what? flashing but where are the where are the, where are the cameras well i'll ask the same question that i asked in monsters inc how does procreation and genetics work in this universe <laughs> yeah. that's that's kind of that i, I mean s- the, the question the question people had before cars 2 was okay how do these creatures actually use the bathroom and we actually found out in Cars 2. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Well, because they show them going into restaurants. Right, yeah. And so, yeah. It, it actually yeah. raises that question. It does. And then the woman's line is just standing still and all the guys are just going in. That's, <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, okay, that's, that's a cute little joke. Yeah. The, um, yeah. There was a... I had some thought based on what you were just saying about insanity the, oh, procreation. The procreation. Well, there's another, there's other weird little things too. Like like later, there's the 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 Richard Kind car, the one about I don't need directions, I have the GPS. It's the voice of Richard Kind and uh, and Edie McClurg, I think, is the is the is the wife. That car, you know, it's, it's a it's a minivan, has a mattress strapped to its top. <laughs> what what is the, why what is that for <laughs> is he going to sleep on it later is he carrying his own mattress i don't understand yeah. why do they have doors like you can't see inside yeah. i think you one of actually the, don't see any i guess you don't see seats inside no 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 one of the really like a, a lot of people 
object to the car, the eyes being in the windshield instead of in the headlights, like the uh, the wow. design design wise, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be way more expressive this way. Uh, yeah, this is way more expressive, and you also don't have to be looking into yeah. the empty carriage the whole time, going, yeah. "Why is that there? Right? Why is <laughs> why, why do are they have a big empty space in the middle yeah. of their body? Yeah, yeah, that's." pretty freaking terrifying i'm really concerned about the procreation question now <laughs> yeah do, does anybody ever do they, they almost, open do they actually open doors at any points do we know for a fact that they have doors uh they're they're built into their designs you can see the doors but i don't know if they actually open them i feel like i feel like they do at one point like someone kind of oh, close lines someone else by opening, by opening their door, the door. but I'm, i think Mater i might be wrong point. um these are the kind of things I'm. You know, I would have liked to sat in on the meetings. Like, yeah. do they have doors? Do the doors open? What's inside? Yeah. yeah. They, uh, like at the, some point, did someone early in development go? Maybe this whole world of cars thing is just kind of way too stupid for us. To, this just sounds like it's just going to be it'd hard. Be kind to of sell. weird if there were people in them, though. Oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite headlight joke right here. Notice, I didn't notice this the first time. They flash him, mm. and then the guys are like, "Hey, get away, get away!" Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I thought that was cute. No, but imagine there's people in them. Really confused people. Yes. <laughs> or s- just the skeletons of the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the human overlords that they overthrew <laughs> centuries ago before they created their own world. Oh, man. That would have been a great Cars pre- uh, sequel. It's like, going back into their history of where they it's came like, it's from. It's like the Matrix. It's like, you know, before the cars see, took see, over. making a car sequel that is like Prometheus. That's a movie I'd oh, watch. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Where are the engineers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and yeah, the rules about yeah. You know, I guess you have to be a vehicle of some kind because if you're a truck, you can be a person. If you're a car, you can be a person. If you're a helicopter, you can be a person. But you can't be a TV camera and be a person in this world. Cars yeah. have to manipulate a TV camera, right? But you can be an insect and be a car. It's well, yeah. That that just doesn't fit into it. But it's if you are, oh, if you are something pl- designed to transport oh. other beings, then you are your own being. Yeah. which really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Who put up the sign? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who was yeah. doing the VFX on that movie? <laughs> <laughs> there are some there are some poor fat cars there sitting cars around sitting, <laughs> sitting working in cubicles. Out, working on Pix, on Pixar's Render Man. <laughs> cars sitting in cubicles with headphones on. Yeah. That's amazing. Rendering. The thing listening ab- to some sort of car down in front podcast. <laughs> yeah. as they surely, surely there must be a, an in-house video <laughs> during the making of this where they're like, the people, the, the animators who are making cars are themselves cars. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm totally sure. Now, this I don't mean to. Interesting. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I don't mean to oversimplify it, but it's actually pretty straightforward if you're getting into 3D stuff right now to do stuff that looks similar to these cars. Uh, basically, the trick with car renders is all reflection. I mean, it's it's really a tremendous amount of well, reflection. Well, where, where it gets tricky are things like uh, little sparkles under the surface and things like that. When you get into that level of detail. Well, well, I mean, visual effects in 3D is is just almost like any other technology. It's like when when DVD players came out, they were like fifteen hundred bucks, and now you can get them for like, in in, you know, with the if you send in a Snickers wrapper, they'll send you a Blu-ray player now. Um, So it's it's very much the same thing with visual effects. It's like it's really hard, and it takes like millions of dollars of R and D, and and Pixar is has to be geniuses and stuff like that. And then ten years ten years on, it's like. Oh yeah, it's an After Effects plugin. Yeah, we've totally got a shader that you just pop on it and you look like a genius because there's there's hardly any work to be done. I mean, that's not entirely true. You still have to kind of know what you're doing, but um, it's you know you you go ten years past past any movie like this, and it is way easier to do 
near this level of work just on a home computer. The yeah. thing that really off the shelf, like I said before, the thing that really kills me, the thing that I, I, I still don't know how the hell. Maybe it's just because I'm not a very good rigger, but those mouths blow my mind because they do. They don't. Computers don't want to do that. Was it Phil Tippett that said the computer wants to fuck you? Yep. Computers don't want to do that sort of deformation and all those different shapes and bending and dimpling automatically. They really don't. I have. It must. I don't know. It's like intricate weight shading, or if it's an expression that controls. I have no idea how they did the mouths. That freaks me out. Maybe I, I mean I, this might be a really simple solution for someone who's a professional rigger, but I'm not. It's just. It's really impressive to me. It's a stupid thing to be impressed by. I'm also impressed well, by... It seems like they don't have that many actual... The, you're just talking about the mouths, right? They yeah, don't have the, that many points of articulation. Uh, they don't, look, do like, they have they don't look like they do. But just pay attention. Like Some of the ones that have a bumper don't move as much, but like uh, Mater and Lightning's mouths are both really expressive. Oh, I'm sure they... Well, oh, yeah. they're the two main characters, yeah. so they're going to spend the most time on them, yeah. certainly. But... Uh, Even I, this I whole thing right here, where he's talking, he's kind of just faking a smile. You can totally read it. There's like, there's got, never mind. No one cares about this, but pay attention because it's awesome. I like, I like the in joke that he, he, he's, his, his sponsor is, he sells bumper ointment, which I guess is the equivalent of hemorrhoid cream yeah. in this world. <laughs> That's why he's so embarrassed by it. Like, For all the, you know. Well, yeah, because there's a, all, all his fans are old people. Yeah, you know? old rusty, old rusty cars. He's got a lousy demographic. It's got a click and clack, the Tappet Brothers is his, uh, is, uh, his, is that actually them guys. doing the voices? Yeah. yeah so. Do you think their eyeballs are glass or actual That's a joke for the material? NPR people? Yep. Because if they're glass, what happens if they get hit by a rock? Do they just their eyes break out? Their eyes shatter. Ooh. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, exactly this, this is, is one the of those shit movies. that pulls me out of the movie. Yeah, exactly. This well, is a movie you cannot think about in those senses. Well, yeah, I mean, how does medicine work in this world? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's a doctor. I mean, later on you see the scene where the doctor's got the got the police chief up on the rack. You know, he's. <laughs> he's he's doing something to him. He's fixing him. Somehow. Yeah. This it, the the thing that always kind of distracted me is like this is oh and he's in this guy's butt. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, the trailer <laughs> no, 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 isn't connected. No, that's to just him. the trailer. It's he's the okay. box. He's just the truck. Gotcha. Don't get weird, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a butt thing. Yeah. So now here's butts the with you. Now here's with the lights. lights. My God, the lights. And also this is the uh, life is a highway montage, which is which is fun. Is it? I thought it was later. It's it's. It's one of them. It's one of them, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, the Rascal Flats Life is a highway. That's a great track. Yeah. I you know, I I who put up the signs? <laughs> um <laughs> that, that, the the th- here's the thing. I f- this is very much just our world, but the cars are sentient, like except for some. Except for I I feel yeah. like if it were a world from the ground up, never let's not try to ask the question of how they evolved or how they procreate, just they're there. I don't feel like they would have designed the world this way. Yes. For their own purposes. Not to mention the rampant classism that happens in this universe <laughs> where some people are born race cars and some people are born tractors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tractors are the tractors are animals. Okay, so what is established. But some subservient shit like what, what's a really stupid vehicle? Well, it, that would you would hate to be that vehicle. Well, it's even worse with the the they kind of hint at the fact that the the paving machine is sentient because it yeah, they it kind of it looks like it laughs a couple times when it spits the oil on him. But if that's the case, it's it's classism. I'm telling you, this is fucked <laughs> it's up. Basically, slavery. If that thing is sentient, it's just that's that's those are the those are the. It's a movie ones. about like your job, <laughs> but then also like your life. That's maybe like the uh, the um, Bo Burnham, the the comedian, has a has a great joke about that. That's related because it's about Disney. He's like he's like okay, so 
everyone's on board with the weirdness of how Goofy can talk and he's a dog, but Pluto can't and he's a dog. It's like, here's the weirder thing. Is, is it just inconsistent or does Mickey have a retarded guy as a pet? <laughs> That's great. I, was, I have to say I was disappointed that we never actually saw the Jeremy Piven agent car. Uh-huh. Was that Jeremy Piven? It's the whole Jeremy time Piven I was thinking he was going to yell Lloyd at some point. Yeah, that, Lloyd! That, that we never actually see Jeremy Piven as a car. Harv. Harv. No, never mind. I was thinking if it was a reference to Harvey Weinstein. And it's also, it probably is, but well, it's not, he's not an agent, though. Right. Oh, boy. Owen Wilson, he had a voice built for this kind of job, didn't he? I mean, we were always just kind of... He certainly but, doesn't have a nose built for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Hey. hey, now, there it yeah, is. See, yeah. what's, yeah. What does he, he have a... What's the mattress for? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh, God, this is terrifying. Anyway, no, but like some actors have voices that are, you know, <coughs> try to figure out what this person sounds like because they don't sound like a person if you just listen to their voice. And Owen Wilson's one of those guys with a really kind of interesting voice, man. Those kind of guys, Wallace Shawn, built for this kind of thing. Yeah. And Ratzenberger, certainly. There's and now my fun game I play with myself is try to figure out actors that have voices that are really distinctive because it's not an easy game to play because it's not all the big name stars because Tom Cruise doesn't sound like anyone. No, that's no. I mean that's that's a whole issue that a lot of people unless uh, Brad Pitt's doing Bayou he doesn't sound like anyone. That's a that's yeah. a that's a big issue that a lot of people um, in the animation world and and character actors and voiceover actors have objected to mm-hmm. is you know people are people the, the insanity of the name on the poster it's right. like it's like what you just said if you you can hire Brad Pitt and and Angelina Jolie and to Jada do Pickett Smith yeah mm-hmm. to do what? to do voices in your movie but then you go see it and it's like well that's just he sounds like a man and she sounds like a woman like there's no yeah. character to their voices yeah. that's not you're missing the point if you if you hire a movie star for those things. Sometimes, sometimes they do a great job. Sometimes yeah. they're great. You know, again, is if they have that distinctive voice, like yeah, or if they yeah. can if they can do a character. I mean, I still can't believe that Justin Timberlake did uh, Boo Boo in the in the uh, the Yogi Bear movie. It sounds just like him. It's oh, like really? I don't know why they got Justin Timberlake, but they sure fucking got a guy who can do Boo Boo. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so right on. <laughs> Whereas Dan Eckerd wasn't even trying as as Yogi. Dan I did not see Yogi. that movie, but I didn't see the movie, but I saw the trailers, and that was enough. I thought, I, I, well, Bill Murray did an okay Garfield. He did. Bill Murray what did is, an okay what, Garfield. What? What? Well, it's it's you actually in Bill Murray. It's actually not extremely surprising because the guy who did Garfield in the co- in the cartoon was also the guy who did Peter Venkman in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, uh, I didn't know L- that. Lorenzo something. Lorenzo, Lorenzo music. Lorenzo music. T I L. And so, yeah. And so it's like, well, of course, it makes sense if if you get the guy to do who did Venkman to do Garfield in the movie. That's exactly. I bet, what the, you I do. bet the cartoon Garfield's like motherfucker. Yeah. Come on. The guy that does all of the Buzz Lightyear stuff now mm-hmm. for like the the toys, the, the, the Disney Park ads mm-hmm. sounds like. How do you sound like Tim Allen? I don't know how you fake that <laughs> voice. Well, the guy that <clears throat> the guy that does Woody, Tom Hanks' character, is Tom Hanks' brother. Chuck Hanks or something like that? Something like that. Bill Hanks. But he sounds just like just like his brother Tom. Buzz Hanks? <clears throat> no, okay, so are these Kirk asshole Shanks. douchebag cars? Were they <laughs> yeah. born into being asshole douchebag cars? I clearly, mean they're obviously like aftermarkets tricked well, out. Clearly things. like just like just like the owners of cars in our world, they 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 chose to look like douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're, raver cars. Those are their tattoos and piercings. Exactly. Right. Yeah. They're, Interesting. They're wearing the equivalent of <laughs> See, but like these trucks. They were born trucks, man. 
They have no hope. They have no chance. <laughs> well, they I, have no recourse. They're I, the fucking proletariat. I guess yeah. they could go to Car Sweden and get a car sex change. <laughs> I guess. Car Sweden. What? <laughs> car Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Were there were there dinosaurs? Is that yeah, where, where the gas comes dino, from? There's, there's dino, were they also the vehicles? There's Dinoco Gas Company. Yeah. Were they vehicles too? If so, how does that work? Yeah. Is this sustainable? So is they, soiling <laughs> gas as people? Is that what this <laughs> is? Is the oil coming <laughs> from the formerly dead dinosaur cars? So if the that whole would explain the dinosaur the car bugs that the all yeah. life uh-huh. forms are based on. If the whole population of the planet is um, internal combustion propelled people, does that mean global warming is happening on a faster rate? <laughs> That's right. And do they carbon? care? Okay, so trains are people. The fish are cars. Trains are people, too. Yeah. But the locomotives or the whole train? Apparently just the locomotive. Okay. But but what's in the train? (laughs) What what are those little windows? Is it cars? Recycle batteries. The batteries have faces. The batteries are people, too. The batteries are people, too. (laughs) Actually, I mean, maybe batteries are like the, 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 the egg. Maybe it's Ooh. like you know. At some point, they get when they get charged. That's when life begins. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if they actually that, have life, life okay. begins Look, at catalyzation. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> life begins at electrolysis, my friend. That's, that's in the car bible. Um, <laughs> carbol, the carbol. Yeah, the, there was actually a. Um, if if you get you know uh, the the DVD of this and watch the behind the scenes. Um, and they talk about the development. There was a version of the story because they do iterations. Apparently, mm-hmm. they don't do as many these days, and that's part of I think that's part of the problem, um, or that's my guess. This but, is a uh, really well fleshed out movie. Come on! But this is a well no no no. This is a well fleshed out movie. Story wise, yeah. This yeah. is a this is a movie that clearly went through the multiple iterations and got to the, the yeah. end game. I agree. With that. Um, but one of the iterations, not only was was lightning just you know he was chained to that machine and like legally bound to to be there for i can't remember how they keep him there but you know they they just the judge you know sentences him so that he couldn't leave they switched his brain with mater <laughs> he was in there was a there's a, a there was an act two break where he woke up in mater's body and Mater's in his, like, skidding around and being excited and stuff like that. And then they went, okay, that's too weird. We'll just make that a dream sequence. And they're like, mm, still too weird. And so, so they, they cut it entirely. Yeah, and so they cut it entirely because it be- I, I think because it became – like, even little kids would not be able to ignore the existential questions <laughs> that, of, yeah. Wait, they that can that do raised. That? Yeah. Okay, here's another question. If the Model T <laughs> yeah. was around in 1909, which is about right <laughs> compared to our history. It's parallel what came parallel what history. Came, yes. What populated the planet before that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horses and buggies. So has this society only existed for the past hundred years yeah. or so? Yeah. Since the humans died out. Since the humans died, yes, exactly. Now, now again, talking about getting a name person, but a person, with a, person with a great voice, uh, George Carlin is the, as the BW. Yeah, yeah. Microbus is fantastic. Doing one of his classic characters. Yeah, exactly. Or, so basically, his El Sleet, hippie yeah. dippy weatherman. And then the other fella is, um, you'd think it'd be uh, Arlie Ermey, but he apparently wasn't available. But it's it's the. Uh, it's the not fel- Arlie Ermey? No, it's not. It's it's the. I can't think of his name. He died recently. I love it. But um, he. Uh, and Cheech I, is one of the cars. Cheech, too, right? Well, Cheech, yeah, Cheech yeah. is one of the cars. And, and, uh, and Tony he's, Shalhoub is he's a voice. Too, right? Tony Shalhoub is the, is the one at the tire store. Cheech is absolutely a guy where Cheech like, is that's great. a voice. Cheech is fantastic, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, the, uh, the he's not here, man. The fellow's name I can't think of his name. I I always think of him as the guy from the Star Trek episode 
<laughs> Stepping into Eden, yay, brother. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know. I can't think um, of his name. He's also in Silence of the Lambs and among many other things. Uh, this is actually kind of a disturbing sequence, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's this whole, what the hell is going on? He's defacing somebody's grave or something. It's weird. But beautifully animated. Oh, yeah. Coffee and bagels. Just tearing up the street. And <laughs> what, what, what's the character's name again? Do you remember? I don't know, but it would be something military, I'm guessing. Billy Crystals? Who was he? Mike Carr. And that's in the that's in the when they see the the monsters incorporated. Oh, oh okay, that at makes sense. End. Okay, yeah, because okay, I'm looking here. I'm seeing Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Billy Crystal, John Goodman. Yeah. Now they Pixar all came back Foley. to do their one line. Let's start trying to figure out how this movie works because I'm excited to talk about it because I think it's a little bit more transparent in this one um, because a lot of say let's pick two we'll say Cars versus something that everyone uh, The Incredibles might be the one that's the most universally thought to be the most complex and great Pixar movie. They have uh, Los Angeles. This movie Los Angeles uh, exists. Paul Dooley. No. No? No. Paul Dooley is uh, he's one of the other cars. I say it's transparent. I think that's because this okay. one has almost all of the trappings of a, your standard Pixar movie except for the X Factor which gives you the Incredibles. X Factor is kind of hard to define, but this is right in front of us without uh, an overabundance of X Factor. He's they've got a very strong set of leads and then they've got a really really uh, easily identifiable set of characters that all have their own characteristics that except fuck you Jalen O'Carr <laughs> Jalen god damn yeah it. see that's the, the 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 Schwarzenegger and all this you know the the as uh, I think Harry Shearer what's called it the, the Walter Crankcase school of comedy is kind of like yeah okay yeah, Jay Limo kind of kind of kind of beneath Pixar's standard for, yeah. for yeah. humor I have to say um other than I, I knew that he existed uh, before I saw this movie, that there was such a person on the planet known as Larry the Cable Guy. There really isn't, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, but there is a personality. The character. There's, yeah. a, there's yeah. a persona. There's a personality. Um, there's also no Joe the Plumber either. But the um, I, I whatever else Larry the Cable Guy may have done in his life, um, he does a really good job here. He's great. He's excellent. Oh, yeah. And I like his moments of pathos or, or un, un, non-understanding pathos. Like where I'll say something that's really revealing, but doesn't seem to notice that it's a sad thing or yeah. or, or a character flaw or anything like that. He's just a likable guy. Now I don't like how they sort of shoehorned in a get her done. I don't think that was necessary. But it doesn't yeah. detract, and you wouldn't know it if you didn't know Larry the Cable Guy. But I know I think he came in and did a great job with it. I think Owen Wilson actually, of all the main cast, while he had a lot of work, I'm sure he worked his ass off on this movie for a long time. He seems to be phoning it in. A little bit. Uh, a lot of the times, it, like if you just listen to the dialogue, uh, don't like try to watch the character, but listen to how he's delivering it. It sounds a little bit more like ah, oh no, as opposed to <laughs> yeah. screaming. Uh, but you know he does a great job, and he has a really distinctive voice, which is good. But uh, Bonnie Hunt. Okay, so that was a butt sex joke, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Are we all on the same guide, page on yes, that? Yeah. 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 Bonnie Hunt. I, 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 butt I, sex Bonnie, joke. All right, time to go to the courthouse. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt is is not uh, someone I would peg as having a really character filled voice, but she's excellent. Yeah, I've always I've always been a fan of Bonnie Hunt. I, I think she's great. Um, you know, she she had, they kept trying to <laughs> she kept trying to have do sitcoms. She had like three sitcoms, all of which were interesting and different than other sitcoms, and therefore failed. Um, because they were distinctive and different, um, but uh, I've always thought she's just really, really great, and she's you know she's having a 
having a career, but she just hasn't really become like, oh, Bonnie Hunt, she's fantastic. But, nope, you know, she's just recognizable. I, I love Bonnie Hunt, hardcore. Now, she's, of course, uh, we're also um, this, uh, I don't know if it was his last movie, but, uh, you know, Paul Newman, ladies and gentlemen, goddamn. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. His last, uh, according to IMDb, his last non-documentary film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, also, and I'm going to say sadly on this, his highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, well, that makes well sense. that's yeah. unfair. Yeah, that's just... Ugh. Because he made Paul Newman movies, and he made them 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. This is Cars, and it was yeah, made three years ago. You do this thing, and then yeah. you go out on Cars, yeah. and that's the capstone. But, you know, but... What are the teeth made it could be Pretty good, good salad dressing, though. Could be, yeah. <laughs> could be worse. And the could be worse. Great <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. That when, when he was in the, in the trailer and, like, you know, like, licking his lips and stuff, I'm like, he has teeth and a tongue. Why? <laughs> and what, here's what's creepy. How does he eat? What yeah. happens if you... Open his mouth and just turn on a flashlight. What go? What, what's back? Does it just end in like a bowl and that's his own? Mm-hmm. Does it go into his? See, if they were a little bit more like animals, they would drink the gasoline and that would make more for like an analogy about gas being their fuel and their food and all that. But that'd be weird but as hell. That'd be weird that'd as be, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'd <laughs> be drink gra- the gasoline. Are you crazy? Then they'd be like grazing for gas yeah. and, and 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 licking things out of weird gas rivers that would probably catch fire. Yeah. Wait, I just pitched a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> And the, dumbass the, the, kids will be drinking gas. Dude, dude, yeah. dude, dude, here. The Fire River. No, dumb, dumbass kids would not be drinking gas. They would be marketing Cars Gas protein drinks or something oh, for yeah. kids to drink. Oh, I see. Wow. Ec- Ecto Cooler yeah. would be rebranded as Cars exactly, Gas. Exactly, exactly. You know, I... I Just I, like Lightning McQueen drinks. I'm as guilty as as much revisionist nostalgic history as anyone, but Ecto Cooler was really gross. Mm-hmm. Everyone says it was the best. Nope. It was no, it was really, gross, it but was you, disgusting. Drank, you drank it because it was Ghostbusters. And it's the same thing. You know what? Red Bull, that's probably what cars gas tastes like. This is probably what gasoline tastes like. <laughs> I've never drank gasoline, but it's probably what gasoline tastes like. Red Bull, yeah, it tastes like pennies to me. Yeah. It doesn't stop me from drinking it like a mom. Exactly. And vodka Red Bull is delicious. Offsets it nicely. Anyway. The, the taste of Red Bull has certainly stopped me from drinking Red Bull. Yeah. I had one. Have you ever once. had a, like, a five-hour energy? Fuck? Have you ever had one of those? Oh, yeah. They, they taste... It's amazing because it has, if I recall correctly, 8,333% of your daily dose of B12. Not 100%. Yeah. 833 times 100%. Which which means you're drinking drinking and you're peeing it out. Right. Well, I'm getting rickets just thinking about it. But for a second there. No, actually, I I did a a couple weeks on 5-Hour Energy every day because it worked really well. But then after a couple weeks, I had problems where uh, I was limited. The walls wouldn't stop moving? No, not just that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone turned into lizards. What are these beasts? Um, <laughs> My teeth were melting. It was I gross. am the lizard queen. <laughs> um, no, it was... Uh, the frequency of my daily habits uh, slowed and then ceased for four days, and it scared Ooh. the shit out of me. Well, it actually didn't. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I stopped doing the five-hour I'll be darned, Brian. You were right. It is, in fact, yeah. Paul Dooley who is Sarge. I was, thinking it was, I was always thinking it was a different actor. I was totally wrong. Who's Paul Dooley? What else? Paul Dooley was in... Um, Breaking Away. Um, he's the dad in Breaking Away. He was in Popeye. God help him. Um, well, that's. I have the same <laughs> thing with uh, Insomnia, Runaway Bride, Sixteen. What's Canvas. the HRA? Hey, what's the character, the boy in Ratatouille that Remy helps? What's his name? Do you know? I the the chef who can't I can't chef. think of his name. Yeah, but. No, but the actor that plays him, I always thought for sure it was Joel David Moore, the the nerdy kid from Avatar. It's actually a guy who worked at Pixar. Yeah. yeah. No, but he sounds exactly. He's modeled like. He moves like, and he sounds like. The, uh, the he's the guy in Avatar that actually knows the Navi. He's that right, right. guy. The, the, I always yeah. thought it was him. I think his name is Joel David Moore, but it's not. Voices are weird, and when you <laughs> separate them, you end up with really weird shit. 
Like there's some test you can do where humans can't actually discern the difference between the sound T and the sound B if you don't show their lips moving. Well, it's true. That's how yeah. ventriloquism works. Yeah. Right. Anyway. It totally works. Crazy stuff. Except I wasn't. <laughs> wait, so wait. They, they, they but, just... but, but, but I, I wasn't looking at you just now, it's and I totally it's, heard the difference. It's Bodley Brew. <laughs> Have they hobbled him? Is this like an Annie yeah, Wilkes thing D&T, here? It's D&T, not B&T. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's Dudley well, Brew. Well, yeah, it's the same thing with, uh, I mean, that's a whole thing you, I, I only took like an intro to linguistics course, but it's so fascinating. Oh, because, I got it. I'm sorry, I got because it. like S and F and, and certain words, and it, it, I actually took a course on the development of English and why we have such weird like rules and changes because it's like, well, certain letters went this way and certain letters went that way. They basically started as the same word and it was consistent, but then it developed in different directions. So it's like the rules are, I can't think of any examples, but it's like if you if you go back to the beginning and follow it, it makes perfect sense. But if you just try to learn it at face value, it makes, this no, makes sense no sense. The letters themselves have an evolutionary tree that yes, they follow. Exactly. I just remembered that I actually framed that wrong, just so everyone doesn't go off trying to do that shit. Oh, yeah. I framed it wrong. It's actually if you... It's something very much like if you show video of someone making a B sound while they're saying a T sound, then your brain just shuts down. You're like, oh, you said... Yeah. Uh, that." Here's you, a weird... You can't... So, difference between two and boo yeah. if there's a B sound in front of a two. Here's a here's or a something. here's a weird bit of trivia. Um, in in uh, our our British listeners may have been going Jeremy Piven. What are you talking about? Because apparently, since the character doesn't appear, <laughs> the character is only a voiceover. Uh, in in the UK version of this movie, it's the Top Gear guy. Which is, one? Jeremy is, Clarkson is, is Harv. Is it Clarkson or yeah, Clarkson. Clarkson? Wow, he might be the best voiceover artist in the world. Is that some kind of <laughs> Top Gear joke? Yes, it is. Okay, I've never seen that show. It's about cars. And in the and in the in the British version of cars, in the British version of cars, you did see Harv, and he was a jag. Matt Veda laughed. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Wait. That was a one percenter right <laughs> he there. He was a jag. Wait, Okay, so I'm looking at the goofs page for cars on IMDb. Oh, we devolved to this. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but no, no. Here's another what goofs the fuck in thing. A cartoon. <laughs> So I, I missed it, but apparently there is a Latin motto over the courtroom that reads "Just today via strata uh, veritate." Something so like truth. Uh, yeah, uh, the way of justice is paved with truth. But does that <laughs> ah, was it, was right. there an ancient Roman car empire? <laughs> yeah. There's Latin. There's wait, car wait, Latin. They were they were, they were uh, uh, chariots. Oh, what did they? Ha, retcon. Chariots. But who? What did chariots, they and then and then there's the book Chariots of the Gods, and it's like it makes way more sense yeah. in this world. Wait, but what did they do? <coughs> the, the chariots just got together, yeah, and, and, and they just like ran face to face into each other. Going, I wish we had horses. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had someone with a sword, because right now we're just bashing eyes yeah. into each other. Right now we're just chambers on wheels with no function. What do the Colosseum games look like in that case? <laughs> do they still fight lions? <laughs> no, they would have fought. There must be more like non-sentient beast cars because the tractors and then the big the tiller is really scary actually. Mm-hmm. Things like that That's or right. no it's a it's a it's a com- combine, right? <laughs> the big guy? Anyway. The the paving thing or something no, else? No, no, no. The, the uh, thing that makes bulls sound the frank. The bull. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There must be other like work uh, <laughs> workhorse vehicles that are just whatever animal is close to them. <gasps> what what does horsepower mean? What does it mean? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are we are we too much on a tangent about? <laughs> yeah. No, this, it's this like madness. This, this may be one of the things that's wrong with this movie because you're like, I just, well, I don't understand. It's 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 weird how you know you can just go, oh, there's a world full of different kinds of monsters. Okay, 
Sure. You know, cool. This is sounds like something that happened. Sure. But I, well, I wonder if the deal is, you know, even in Monsters Inc. I was wrong. This guy also wrong. This guy doesn't have the mattress. It was the other guy had a mattress. He's got he's got luggage <laughs> yeah. of some kind. Yeah, right. How does he get into the luggage show? How yeah. does he get into the anyway? Yeah. How uh, does he the lady? How does he get his luggage off of there? The actress is she the? Uh, they think he's a righteous dude. Lady yeah, from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. She has that like the quintessential Minnesota voice in movies. Yeah. A real righteous dude. The burnouts, dweebs. Blazos, they all adore him. You think he's a righteous dude? Oh, that's great. What was I going to say? Oh, Carlin. Uh, I, I mean, he does have a perfect burnout voice. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? If if you if you like George Carlin as much as I do, and you think that he was a a better actor than many of his roles uh, amounted to, uh, you actually should watch the movie Jersey Girl. Yeah. It, yeah. It's made fun of a lot. Well, he was great on Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> yeah. True. No, but seriously, in Jersey Girl, he actually he's uh, empathic. He's actually performing, and it's it's great. And yeah. I think he was an underutilized actor. I mean, he got work, but you know. Now, who's the lady that does the old Finn fifties car? That's Flo, right? Uh, or whatever. Talking about Flo, or talking about um, talking about Catherine Hellman? You about happened the Model T? Uh, not the Model T. No, the Model T is Catherine Hellman. This girl that's on the left, right here, married to him. Uh, she sounds like the nurse, the head nurse from Scrubs. That that it's, actress. It's uh, it's, it's like... if it's Flo, it's Jennifer Lawrence. Are you shitting me? Not Jennifer if, Lawrence. If Jennifer Lewis. Lewis. Sorry. Yeah. Not Where yeah. Have I seen her? Look at this. Girl. Look at this. He's just showing them his nutsack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, showed him it. I'm like feast your eyes. Oh my. <laughs> huh. Pixar ah. has a lot of those jokes. Yeah. There's there's the. the because there's the same thing in Brave. Just flashing nutsacks at people. They think that's funny. <laughs> Feast your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, it, 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 it must have a certain quality of, you know, when you're just when you're animating for Disney for like 20 years and, yeah. you know, you're just you're making cartoons for 5-year-olds. There's just that dirty part of your brain just fights and struggles to get out and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm giving Mickey Mouse a dick for this one frame." Yeah. <laughs> Pow, there it was. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Boom. Freeze frame that, motherfucker. <laughs> now I can't think of any way in which this is not a perfect movie. Help. I think this is. It's, it, it's got I, a lot of setups, and it's got a lot of payoffs. Yeah, I can't. It's an enjoyable, uh, forgive the pun, I, it's an enjoyable ride. No, I agree. I, that's, that's why you know, people are like, well, it's not well. It wasn't well. even a pun. I'm like, it's a, this is a. Because there's no people is, inside the cars, that's yeah. why. This is a, this is a, a perfectly crafted story. Yeah. I really think it is. I can't, I can't think of any way to fault this story. Um it's it, there are there are these weird distractions that we have where it's like how does this work and that what? must be it but but must, i think it's a i think it's a perfectly fine story there's nothing broken about that's it. really got to yeah. be the the genesis of all of the it's just a matter the, the, it, it's it's a it's a picture movie that makes you go okay wait way too many times it's yeah. just a matter of suspension of disbelief if you were the, five, the magic yeah the magic bean is too large for us for adults for kids obviously it's not an issue but are they reusing all these shots? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's but a, it, well, it's a dream. It's it was, a gag. First, yeah. it was his okay. his vision of himself, and now it's it's Chek who's getting oh, all, right, the, right. all the bennies. Um, maybe the magic bean, the suspension of disbelief, is just too large for uh, an adult. Maybe. There is a joke to be made about the word suspension in a car movie. <laughs> uh, I'll let you yeah. guys ruminate, and we'll come back to it later. Yeah, write your Take, own joke. Yeah, exactly. You guys do it because whatever. <laughs> oh my God, look at the texturing on those bricks. No, the, you know what's crazy though? There's huge hordes of people at Pixar. Is that a dentist office or a doctor's office? I think it's a doc. Well, that's the doctor's okay office, wasn't he, it? He is. He's the doctor. Okay, okay. It's doc Hudson. You're the doc, doc. Uh, that looks like shit. Anyway, 
not literally. Tomater is the only pun that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Tomater. To- I, well, yeah, and that, why? Because <laughs> he's a hillbilly and he's a like, tow truck. Sounds right? like something is, funny. His type. name could be Jam, because he's Toe Jam. His name could be... <laughs> well, I don't know. You know. It's a cute name, though. I like Mater. Mater he looks like a Mater. His name could be... St- Strudel because he's Toaster Strudel. Just remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stu, Stu Strudel. Anyway. T- t- take a breath, Trent. <laughs> it, reminds, it reminds me of. These are uh, all just as good as Tomato, <laughs> is my point. It would have been Comic Con like 08 or 07 where the Adam Films thing was going on. And we all knew all the movies that were in the competition that year. And there was a bunch of people that had made fan films that were all going to be in the like front roped off section, but the doors hadn't opened yet. So it's just a bunch of people who made fan films who know all the fan films, but don't know who made what. And I walked over to a group of guys and uh, they're from Macon. And uh, I said, what movie you, oh, what'd you guys do? And the guy's like, speeder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> speeder. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love Alabama. <laughs> speeder. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounded like you said speeder. <laughs> it's so close to speeder. Yeah. That's a word. That's almost like like we'd say it in English. And I love the you know this is a that, that's what I was saying a second ago when you when you subtract away all the X Factor stuff you just see that was great animation you just see <laughs> yeah. all the things that that are working in its favor and you have a bunch of it's basically a a fully realized world. It may not be a world that has been fully sensibilized, <laughs> okay. but you characters that, of course, the guys that are into tires would be these huge racing fans. But if they're you know already Italian guys, they're they they're, they're just these weird fanboys for Ferrari who are not impressed by you. It's just basically it's a it's a stack of interesting characters that all are them and get all the jo- like you basically write jokes for idiosyncratic characters. That's got to be, I mean, are there other kinds of sports in this world? Is there like a car football? Yeah. Is there I, car there's tennis? There's got to be, I, I, I wonder how, like, I wonder if they were keeping score, how many times someone had to say, stop, don't think about it that much. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Like in the, in the course of the development. Where so you you know an animator sat back yeah. and went yeah. where did yeah. who's Ferrari who is there a for a guy named Ferrari is, yeah. like there is there a car who invented himself you just stop it's a joke just move on when they go to sleep they're excuse me when they go to sleep their engines turn off I think okay how do you distinguish when one's dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah Stanley's dead jumper cables. how do they know clear what killed him exactly. Well, when they bronzed him, probably. When the, when yeah, they, it could be. When the transmission seizes and falls out the bottom? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that... Dude, that's really horrifying. That's just like a stroke. That's just you driving the one to... And then it's like the horn blaring, like the end, of, the end of Chinatown. Like he just runs into a telephone pole and just... And then there's a bunch of horrified... I don't know. Forget it, Teague. It's Chinatown. Are those the Toy Story clouds? They look like the same shape. Uh, they might be. Why wouldn't they be? Sure. See? And now I'm noticing like, vapor trails. There's, there's, yeah, there's planes. Wake up, sheeple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the vapor oh, trails, but, right. but they look they're, like tire treads. They're, they're, oh, oh, that's cute. That's great. There are chemtrails in Cars World, too. <laughs> they probably actually would be chemtrails, though, in yeah. this world. <laughs> yeah. I think. What does the Cars 2012 see, look like? Did anyone see planes? No, that it's not happened, out yet. Right? Yeah, oh, they there's, didn't. Okay, what? there's what? Uh, there's they're working on it. It's not out yet. Okay, because I because I wait. What are we talking? Because people about? talk about it, and I'm like, I I could swear I would know if that had come out already. <laughs> <laughs> but is it like this? But planes? Yes. Yeah, it's a okay. DVD spinoff. Um, 
You know, like Lion King two and a half kind of a thing. It's not a Pixar movie though, is it? No, it's Disney Toon Animation or something. Dude, they it's made the same Toy- universe, but it's not actually Pixar. Itself. John Lasseter almost killed himself making Toy Story 2 just so that wouldn't happen 15 years ago. Yeah. 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 Well, now he's rich, so he probably doesn't care as much. Yeah. That, now, now maybe that's part of the decisions. problems. Yeah. Well, Lasseter directed this, and it's great. Uh, in terms of direction, anyway. Oh, sure. God, it's a handsome movie, too. You know, I... Let me ask you this. What is... 42. What is your least favorite Pixar movie? Might be Brave. Brave. Cars 2. I haven't seen Cars 2, Cars so two I, can't, I can't put it on the list. I guess, I guess that's my brave. least favorite because I didn't even bother to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's... Supr- By uh, default. So, uh, remove Cars 2 from your list. Uh, Maybe Brave. Why? What's with Brave? I mean, is it Brave, just brave, is, the, brave is the one where they felt just totally fell down on the story. Like, this yeah. story doesn't actually work. Yeah. As you were saying, like, this story works. This story is like, yeah. there's not a, there's not a, there's not a, uh, a missing piece. There's not a bolt out of place on this engine. It's a perfectly tuned machine. <laughs> just to continue that analogy, but Brave, the story doesn't actually work. The, the, the story hasn't come together. I guess Which is true. like the one thing you could say about Pixar is like, my God, they just always nail the story. Yeah. You know, and and boy, Pixar, one time they didn't. And that was uh, so far. I think the quintessential. <laughs> we don't know what's coming next. I think the quintessential <laughs> forgotten Pixar movie is A Bug's Life. I love A Bug's Life. I, you know what? I haven't Ra- seen A Bug's Life Ratatouille in years, so. is the one I always forget exists. I forget about that one, too, yeah. I, I, that's, the one, that's, that's one of the few I own, but uh, the, um, I always forget about Bug's Life just because it's been so long. I just simply haven't seen it in so yeah. long. Um, I really need to revisit it and see what I think of it now. Bug's Life, I, for a while, I would say Bug's Life was probably at the, the bottom of my list, but that was, that was still you know, in, the, in the Pixar scale. Um, whereas now the Pixar scale is starting to to droop and is almost touching the other scales. <laughs> it's, it's meeting the DreamWorks scale. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's and drooping the, into the, this mortal world. And the, the rest Sony of Animation habit. scale. I mean, you know, I think I think Surfs Up is a better movie than Brave. I agree. I'm, I'm going to say it. I agree. I just saw How to Train Cloudy, Your Dragon Cloudy. for the first time. Yeah, uh, that was great. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon is a great one. Yeah. Mm. Now Songs I just had a, made an observation here about something else that distinguishes Cars from the rest of the lineup. Monsters, Inc. is the closest, but... That one's a, my favorite. Yeah. So. Well, Cl- Monsters, Inc. is the closest, but this is the only movie with a wholly different universe. Mm. Everything else is yeah. just anthropomorphism in our universe. Yes. Monsters, Inc. being the closest to this, but it's still connected to our universe. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. is still, no, like, still our world. Right. So in that sense, it's almost like this has the an, world of an, toys. An, an, type an of entirely thing. different lineage, evolution, universe, civilization. Everything is completely different in this. Right. There are no people. This is the, no. I think, the only one with no people. Yeah, I guess that's true. I wonder okay. if Fair I wonder enough. if they noticed. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, like, I wonder if it hadn't occurred to them. I don't know. I mean, basically, you're running into this weird, like, cognitive cognitive dissonance. Sheer when you want to tell this really human story about. Route 66 and these real places and these real things, but you want to make a movie that's only about cars and and vehicles. Where, you, you, you st- right? It's not like it's not like Toy Story where the cars come to life when the humans aren't around. It's just they're they're here and we're not because they don't appear to eat. <laughs> so and they, they wouldn't have a, they need have a gas station. They have right. a diner. They don't appear to eat, so they don't actually. Their jobs they do just to keep themselves amused, but I don't think they really get paid. I do for like them. that that the gas station looks like one of those outdoor yeah. like roller skate like a, diners yeah. type of thing. Car hop place. Yeah. So 
They're just <laughs> right. why, why do they have jobs so, anyway? So there's no reason. Yeah, what are they paying for? Well, yeah. What I'm getting at is, that in that case, unless they have an interest in seeing the whole world, they have no reason to commute, so they have no reason to travel long distances. They have no reason to move away, so they have no reason to come back. <laughs> like they, why? This movie just underlines the fact that life is meaningless. Like but, this is, yeah. but then you also have this and whole. People a- responded to that, I think. You also have this whole aspect of this: the town is economically dead because it was bypassed by the the highway, right? Um, and surpassed. But or, they're fine. Yeah, they're just bored now. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not a matter of economic survival; it's a matter of boredom, I guess. <laughs> so why don't they move? Yeah, why not just pick up and move and go somewhere else? Well, you've never driven Route 66 because those people are still out there. No, true. I, yeah, I mean, I, I really think this is a some kind of weird, perverse look at a post singularity world. <laughs> <laughs> something is something. To, so they, there's the closest. He uses his antenna as a hand. That's yeah. that's the closest we've seen. At least the at least the forklift guy. <laughs> He actually has manipulators that make sense to a certain extent. Yeah, he has arms. Now, that all said, you know, these are all things that happen when you're not listening to the movie and getting involved in it, really. The characters That's are part great. of the problem. We're not, yeah. we're not paying attention to any of the gags or anything like yeah. that because we can't see read the subtitles. Well, I just saw it last night. Maybe I'm just too fresh on it. But the <laughs> characters are all a lot of fun. But the, I mean, Lightning is kind of bland, but he certainly has an arc. Well, he's a straight man, so I mean, it's yeah. Everyone else is the kooky ones. Yeah. yeah, no, but he's the only. No one else in the movie really has an arc. The only thing that happens to Mater is that he gets to travel in a helicopter. Lightning starts as a douchebag and ends as someone who understands people. But it's his story. Or cars, so, of course. Well, Doc has a little bit of an arc, but it's, I guess Doc opens lightning's, up. Lightning's, yeah. yeah, it's Lightning's movie, so he's the one with the main arc. Yeah, that's generally the case. Yeah, in in yeah. movies. Yeah, I mean, it's more uncommon for the. <laughs> guy with the most lines to not be the one with the art. Yeah. I don't know. Has anyone seen Doc Hollywood recently? I haven't uh, seen mm-hmm. it in three, four years. Yeah. Do he? Does he actually get like held up in the town? Is he like? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it, his car is being repaired? Oh okay. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to it? Who hurt the car? He, well, he crashed into like a, a someone's house or something. The the, the into their fence. Yeah. I think he had to pay for it or rebuild it or something. So there, there is definitely a uh, a correlation. Now, what's really baffling about cars <laughs> is that supposing you agree with the premise that this movie works, which, uh, with you know, setting aside the random insanities of this world, <laughs> it does. You're actually not limited by your sequel. <laughs> if you wanted to do a sequel to this movie, you can basically it's just tell a story. I mean, you're going to do it with cars, but you can basically do anything with this world because it's just people that are cars. This one happens to be a story about Route 66, so it seems really fitting. What they did was they turned it into this like in like flinty James Bondy movie, which I think is a weird. Let's bring a different angle onto this whole like, thing. How does that really? relate to? Yeah, that doesn't cars. relate at all. I but you're you're I guess not limited by the concepts of the universe with how you can tell another story in the universe. It's just how many great stories can you have that sort of inherently involve travel or cars or the roadway? Yeah, it's like why there's a certain point where sure you can make. <laughs> I mean, you can is, make a sequel of cars. Being one of the funnier jokes right there. The, the tramp stamp. stamp. He responds that she's got a tramp stamp. Uh, the it's it's absolutely true that you could make any movie you wanted 
in this world and just oh they're cars and occasionally we'll make a joke about like transmission or gas or something um how would you make jaws in this universe i don't know you you could <laughs> you could make you could make well i, I mean we know I, you can make monsters inc and bugs yeah. life and all those you could you could make uh they this would be a fun butch and sundance uh uh pairing here if they <laughs> who are those cars western adventure um the I'm question is, we were in trouble. the question is, like you say, why? What, why what, tell what this would be story? Inherently car-y about yeah. Why story? tell this story with cars instead of people? Why would you do that? And uh, I, I, from what I've seen and heard of Cars Two, it does not sufficiently answer that question the way that this one does. Um, this one makes sense to be about cars. The world of cars doesn't make sense in itself, but this one makes sense that it would be a story that is about cars. But it's actually, I mean, the more you think about it. It's a lot of analogies. The race could be just a guy who's fucking. It could be Doc Hollywood. Suppose it was Doc Hollywood. It doesn't have to be about cars in that case. It's the same story with almost the same characters, with the exception of Mater. Sure. So it's actually not inherently about cars. You seem to find good analogies. So pick a story. Suppose you wanted to tell the story of uh, a Toy Story, where it's one guy who then is slightly put off by this newcomer that everyone loves. And then this guy gets like oddly dark and tries to kill him, which makes perfect sense. And then eventually come to understand each other, and then they're best friends after that. You just have to find the thing that could be analogous about cars. This, yeah, this this one's almost the opposite of Toy Story because because this guy thinks the new guy's neat, as opposed to <laughs> yeah. and everyone else dislikes him. Whereas that that's just the opposite of the Buzz Lightyear Woody relationship. So it, it, in that case, if you wanted to do Toy Story in the Cars universe, you would basically... I, I find the, the tractor tipping to be very funny. It is like great, the, too. The noises they make yeah, and the way they go over is very funny. It, it's, very, it's good stuff. So Toy Story in the Cars universe would probably be something junkyardy, like a bunch of used cars. Well, we see Toy Story in the Cars universe. We do? At the end. Um, is Toy Story one of the ones they do? They yeah. do yeah. they do Bugs Life and Monsters Inc. And Toy Story. In the credits, you mean? Yeah. 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 During the credits uh, they're at the drive in watching I didn't watch the Pixar credits. Movies. Oh. It's a whole Ratzenberger joke. Oh. Oh, right. Now I remember I just remember, you know, anyway. But the storyline of Toy Story. <laughs> like it even has an udder. That tractor it has an udder, get it? But why? <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's just bolts, but it looks like an udder, you see. That's the so now, who has to come out in the morning and untip them? No, they yeah. just they just die. They right. starve to death yeah. really slowly because they don't eat. I think I, I figure that's why Frank hates it when you do that because Frank has to come fix them. Wait, so is Frank the bull or the farmer? Frank's the, Frank's the bull. He has to and the farmer bring his wife uh-huh. back up to level again. Here he comes. Yeah, there's that's Frank. Who makes the cars? <laughs> Oh yeah, he's got the bull nose ring. He's thing. got a nose yeah. ring, see, because he's a bull, so he's like an in, he's like a monster. But uh, I had it for a sec, but it almost yeah. makes sense. He's the he's the farmer, and, but also the b- bull, <clears throat> and he's gonna eat them, I guess. I don't know. And there's a fence. Yeah. Now the animation <laughs> of them uh, bouncing along the the ground is fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like. Pick pick a moment of this movie. It's like the animation's always going to be, you know, and the lighting. Look at that with the dust. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Some somebody in the somebody in the in the effects department is like, yeah, I I, uh, I dialed in the shaders on the the dust, um, and it looks really good. They're all cars. Is that the deal? Seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> How do they pee? I was working here late last night and working hard to make this dust look good. And then I was like, wait. And I was like, wait, what the f- what? I don't understand well, what this is about. Can I work on the one about the Scottish girl with the hair? Because yeah. that looks like it's going to be a winner. It had to be like men in black in there. They're like, as soon as someone yeah. was like, wait <laughs> yeah. a second. They're like, just right here. <laughs> boom. Boom. Cars <laughs> is awesome. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, was just, I totally I get to it. <laughs> you know, and there's huge, and it never gets paid attention to, or at least it doesn't nearly often as it should, but there's a huge <laughs> team of people that do nothing but setting, layout, props. People, someone modeled that sign, textured the shit out of that sign, put it there. Moved on to something else. It's probably a larger number of people than the actual lead modeling and animation team. The guys that just do nothing but, all right, there's going to be bushes everywhere, right? Is anyone ever going to even look at them? Probably not, but they're everywhere. Okay. Well, they have to look good, otherwise they'll stand out. Guys like that. The guys that set up this pavement. Yeah. Look at that grass. Look at that little tufts of grass. They're just a ton by. of work. Yeah. There's a guy. I, None I of this shit just happened, you guys. There's that a guy, was guys yeah. three although, months was that grass. Although a lot of, I, I mean, a lot of it that could be procedural, sure procedural, yeah. yeah but. In any case, like I know of, I don't know, but I know of a guy whose job worked on all three Lord of the Rings movies in the, at, at WADA, and his job was making rocks. <laughs> just made the rocks. A lot of rocks in those movies. <laughs> a lot of rocks in those movies, and he made them. You know what he did today? Rocks. He has to be in here early on Monday, well, though, because rocks. Hey, there were those. There were the people who sat there for three years straight making chainmail by hand. Yeah. you know, and right, and texturing the insides of shields. Yeah. <laughs> Good God, why? <laughs> I, when you think of it in those terms, I guess there's a slight amount of coffee and bagels to this, but that would happen with any animated feature because everything yeah, has the, to be the, made. The issue with the coffee and bagels thing is when you get to the the point where your suspension of disbelief cracks and you begin thinking about that. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah. Because um, because in in every movie it's, there are people where it's like Jesus Christ. There was some guy whose job it, was just to show up and do that. Well, it's, but it's, if you're watching a movie that works, you don't think about him. Often it's a movie that uh, you know that where where something about the movie usually a technical element is fantastic. Right. Where you go, wow, that's look at that great animation. It's too bad this story is terrible. Yeah. Right. Know, or whatever. You know, oh, the visual effects in that, you know, the visual effects in that movie were fantastic, but the movie itself was stupid as hell. So, you know, the coffee and bagels is just the anomaly that there was that guy who had to get up early every day so that all these grown human beings could make this terrible film. Yeah. <laughs> On purpose. On purpose. So hundreds of people could spend millions of dollars <laughs> to make to make something this. really awful. Am I the only one that thinks in a second here when he gets his uh, when he learns the ways of the force and becomes a Jedi like his father no. and gets all you know old Corvair with the white walls and all that he looks really cool like that yeah I yeah. actually prefer him as the old school Corvette Corvair look yeah his updated look is is cool even though they agree. then they eschew it and go back to the stickers but he looked cooler that way if I was gonna have a toy Lightning McQueen I would want the one that looks cool and white wally and sparkly. God, cars, you just keep on going, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, again, I think I think this movie. Well, where would, would have you been lose thirty minutes? Much. W- I, I don't know. There's, I don't know. You a, could probably the, just trim here and th- I don't think there's a thirty-minute chunk you can not, trim. Yeah, not I think there are chunk. minutes here and minutes. I, I mean, the, there there are probably low-class jokes that you could pull out. Yeah, and when they get to the when they get to the 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 true homage to Route sixty six, the whole you know going to the old motel and all that sort of stuff. It's like, you know, this, this is the core of the heart of the movie and that's the reason Lasseter wanted to make it. Right. But it does go on a, a bit. And, I, you know, and, and again, it'd be a great deleted scene, but it's the kind of scene that you sort of like, we could, we could trim that down a little bit. You know, we could, but would yeah. you buy 
Lightning's story otherwise? If he didn't have the moment of awe and like, oh, the world around me is fascinating? No, that's, that's, that's an important moment, but it's, that scene itself is just, it goes on a while. You know? Oh, where he's flirting with her. Yeah, and they drive, yeah, and, yeah, they, yeah. You know, and there's all, et cetera, et cetera. So if you stay in a car motel, there's no actual bed, so at least, thank God, because I think if I saw a bed in there, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a garage. The car motel is just a garage room that you can have for the night. So what do the suburbs look like? Are they just garages That's, with little garages like garages with little picket fences, with little closets, next and to TVs them? and promiscuous wives, mm, desperate, desperate car wives. Wait, <laughs> wife cars? There are wife cars. <laughs> there are car weddings. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> there are car funerals. Ooh. What is that like? And where do they bury them? Jiffy Lube, do they probably. Cr- do they, they just, just go down. The, they go they down just crush them into a cube. And <laughs> Dude! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Do they and sell them, them for down. scrap metal? They I mean, melt them that... down and make more cars out of them. Those are, well, those are the organ donors. Yeah. Oh, okay. for scrap metal. Cars are cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cars are made of other cars. Well, yeah, we know that. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's also shit like the truck in the mountains and the fact that behind... Radiator Springs is a Vasquez Rocks looking arrangement of the back of Cadillacs. Mm-hmm. Well, which is a like the mountain, Cadillac, Cadillac which, Ranch. Yeah. yeah, which is a reference to an actual art installation out in the middle of the desert. Right. Yeah. But the mountains grew that way. Yeah. Well, then there's the one that was I, I the Radiator Springs, the actual you know that whole car thing. It looks like it was carved. You know, it always felt like that was like a Mount Rushmore kind of a thing. That, I um, guess that works. That's that's how I thought of it anyway. But how did they carve it? Bulldozers. Yeah. yeah. Ish, something bulldoze ish. Yes, yeah, another butt joke. Whoa! Yeah. Just like, walked in on that guy's colonoscopy <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's a shiny car. He's looking up the sheriff's butt. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, okay, doors are like they're they're all the doors are swing doors. So do they just have scuffs on them all the time? Like, well, see, they've even got little bumpers where you, you see you push against them. Oh, clever. It's like the hole in Salty Share. See, somebody had to think about this. That's right. They had to go, wait, how do they open doors? Uh, Now, that all said, you know, a a vantage point that hasn't been espoused yet on this episode is, you know, five-year-old boy vantage point. I just got that joke. He has light year tires. Oh, yeah. It's also the light year blimp outside the the race. That's like a reference to something. (laughs) Now, the the five-year-old boy contingent, that is going to work. Because it's a good story. You're not going to be completely ripped out of the movie by weird jokes and existential crises. You might get ripped out by a 20-minute homage to Route 66. That. Yeah. There I'm, you go. I'm kids yeah. don't get bored. The, there yeah, you I'm, go. I, I'm, I wonder if they do. I think they might get a little bored. With it. What are they talking about rocks for? It's a movie that wasn't built for any one audience. Yeah. Which usually, Pixar's movies work for all audiences. Yeah. But they're aimed at all audiences. This movie is clearly directly for five-year-olds, but it's a story and with trappings for adults. Um, and then you start getting like weird I think rips. It's, I, I think it's trying to be for, for all audiences. And it's just, it's, it's too weird for adults and too adult for kids, maybe. But again, I don't that. think it's too adult for kids because clearly they love it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my nephew loves this loves cars and he has tons of car scrap so clearly he he loves it and it works for him and it works for oh he has plenty little, of little like kids. little cars toys yeah how tons big are, so they like have cars with eyeballs on them and stuff mm-hmm. how big are the cars 
Like the toys? Um, Are they larger like than rocks? Matchbox cars, oh. but not by much. And he's he's oh. got the um, what's the John Ratzenberger tractor trailer? Mac. Mac. He's the got Mac the, the the that which is basically a carrying case for a bunch of cars. Yeah. He's got tons of shit. He's got a pillow and, a, and I mean, puzzles. I mean, it is a genius movie for merchandising. Oh, yeah. Merchandising. Because you don't have the 60s Al Sleet van yet. He's my favorite character. Mom? You gotta have them all. Or you're nothing. <laughs> Kids are wonderfully hardwired. He, he, he was drinking oil. oil. He was drinking oil. They're all drinking oil. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> They're sipping oil. So, the, so there is the one Model T that's still alive. So, is there old age in the... In Clearly. Is there death by old age? Uh, yeah, just by virtue of the fact that she's an older car. There must be. So, she must... They guess you have to wear out, so... Yeah. I mean, her, eventually well, I guess your engine her entropy seize, just right? increases until the point that her trans drops out. Yeah. And then... Her life force would be to just fade. Would she fade? Whatever bizarre animation... <laughs> Where is... Okay, where is the soul specifically maybe located this, within the car? Maybe this is more of a spiritual thing. Like <laughs> these are really just cars, but they've been inhabited by some kind of life force that that yeah. has animated them. You see, and so that, but, so your answer to your question: How do you know when a car is dead? Is when it's just a car. It just becomes. Oh this, my god! You know, it's oh. literally just a car again. And then you exist only to be driven by others, but they don't exist. So, I'm telling you, life is meaningless. Watch cars. <laughs> I, I'm still going with this is cars is this nihilistic dude it is <laughs> I'm still gonna go with this is some like constructed planet somewhere post singularity where one section of the population <laughs> they, just they decided see. they wanted to live as cars and so they created oh, this so, using nanotechnology so it's like a Shyamalan thing it's like the village yeah okay people people just Im- implanted their minds into cars oh, and yeah. then forgot okay List of things that are really fucked up about cars. <laughs> <laughs> one, if you die. So this is the one that goes on for a bit, by the yeah. way. Yeah, this, this, is, the, this is the way they But go it's gorgeous. Them. And what I love, it's but all it's, beautiful. it is beautiful. It's, all beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the moral heart of the movie and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. And, and a detail you might not have noticed if you're not someone who pays attention to shit because you don't yet know how fucking impossible it is to light a scene to make it look good. Um, the shadows are blue. Nice touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that actually happens. What's happening there is you have basically in any sort of outdoor scenario, you have two sorts of light or two sources of light. One is the sun and one is the sky because the sky actually does cast a bunch of light. It's radi- It's, you know, dissipated from the sun, but it works as a separate light source. The sky's light is going to be pretty blue. And that means that wherever the sunlight, which is yellow, isn't shining, it's going to be lit by blue light. Hence, yeah, it bounces yellow, into yellow the light will cast, you know, yellow light. But the whole world is sort of ambiently lit by blue. So right. if you're not seeing yellow light shone on something, you're seeing shadow, which will be a different color. But that, that, that's, what, that's what gives Magic Hour the, the magic. And that's why people like shooting at Magic Hour. Because Even the shadows are golden. Because they, yeah. Um, well, well but, but they've also got this bluish tint. And that's, that's the teal and orange thing that, that you know, Michael Bay and other movies, uh, other filmmakers push towards is creating that, that Magic Hour look at all times. And, right. and that's what they'll do. They'll make the, the, the blacks will... T- tint towards blue and the highlights will tint towards orange and when they go to the extreme then everything turns orange and green and blue um i'd be really interested to find out how much comp is involved in your average shot in a pixar movie from what i understand they actually don't do much they they get a lot of it in the render from what i understand well, which is surprising. Would have been a comp element they would have done that separately and brought it in yeah I, I, but I, like this this must 
be mostly just a, or at least it's passes i guess they might tweak passes yeah but it's, i'll bet you the scene that's lit when they're doing a full beauty yeah, render I, looks pretty much like this yeah i well, don't the, think they're the, doing i don't think they separate out you know they don't have the the spec and wrap spec and, all that. and yeah it's just uh, they they get most of it in the render from what i understand there's not a lot of comp there's paint in case there are render errors um, but for the most part, they try to get it in the render, from what I understand. The IMDb says something like uh, it took 17 <laughs> hours to render a frame for mm-hmm. cars. So that that kind of would indicate that it's most of it is yeah. done as, as one thing, yeah. Well, not to mention the fact that everything in this movie is ray traced. Yeah. Yeah. And reflective and everything else. I mean, not just lighting, but ref and bendy ref. And ref that's, con- that's bending in different directions every frame. And motion blurring the ref. Oh, my God. What is ref? Reflection. reflection like you know you just put bas- you just tell the blue surface on people in the know call them ref yeah the, the, you just put the blue surface on a, a certain setting with reflectivity so it's either ray tracing what's coming into it so it's looking around and bouncing back pieces of lightning or you can use like a spherical map where it's not even looking at the real universe you're just putting an image in there and it's reflecting a ball of that image or some combination of the two or some other you can do background ref and things like that. But if you're doing that off of like a ray traced object where it's literally <laughs> looking at lightning and then rendering a reflection on her ass, it's already complicated because it's basically rendering everything twice and it's bouncing and doing indirect bounces and shit like that. And then when you start bending it, Oh my God, that was a coffee and bagels moment just there. Yeah. <laughs> this is just... all of that to make this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. All of that to make, <laughs> to make the tramp stamp. To make the tramp stamp. the tramp stamp. Just boggles my mind, man. I mean, Pixar animators. It's not just like you get good and you go to work at Pixar. For lead stuff like this and TD jobs at Pixar, you, the guy that can figure out how to knock an hour off of a seventeen-hour render is going to be a god. Yeah. Well, because he just <laughs> knocked a million hours off the movie. Right. Exactly. You know. Because there's a guy in the next room who's figuring out how to add five hours to the render. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that said, I'll I've bet invented you, hair that works. Oh God. <laughs> I'll bet you a lot more of this movie is actually matte paintings Jerry, than why? you realize. Like barely, like barely projected matte paintings onto basic geometry. Damn it, Jerry, you screwed us all. Like I'll bet you that's actually probably sourced from a render at one point, but then it was painted over and then just put on a pretty simple piece of geometry. Yeah. Might be wrong, but how else would you make this fucking movie? Well, right. Stuff like this, if there's not much parallax going on you're probably most of that is probably still image do it once use it as still yeah and then uh, slightly more advanced but still much faster is then you take your render from all angles kind of bake it onto a simple object and then it looks like you have a really detailed rock right there but you don't you have yeah. a, basically a pretty simple rock with a really good texture on it that's that's how you shave those hours off but you still gotta i mean you still gotta do the hero work right up front here <sighs> certainly and when the camera's moving, it's, yeah, that stuff kind of doesn't work. Yeah, well, the it, it the the camera moving is not as big a deal as things moving through the scene. If the scene is static, then the can then you know all the light is baked in from any angle. But gotcha. once things start to move around, then it's like, well, we can't go with what's baked in because it's going to change on every frame. Right. You know? Yeah, uh, baking lights and, and things like that is a really useful tool for that kind of thing. Because if you imagine, for instance, a uh, imagine a book with a book light. Right, so you've got like a novel open, and then you've got one of those little flippy over arm book light things, and it's shining a light on the page. You don't actually have to do that with a light because using the light will every single time is going to calculate the rays, and it's going to be the same thing over and over again because it's going to be the same letters that are lit up. You can just do it once, and then use what you're seeing there to bake the light image onto the book, and then you just have a book that literally has what looks like light on it, but it's part of the texture instead. That'll go much much faster. 
and you do that for everything in the whole movie and then you knock off another million hours and it's just i i've never worked in a situation where people were working i've only worked on one animated thing i worked on an animated short in 2007 called tofu the vegan zombie uh but i've never worked at something that was like a large huge pipeline production like this but like the, the logistics involved there's got to be a ton of people that aren't even necessarily artists dealing with things like logistics for what gets made when and, and things like that, like any production would, but I've never even experienced what an animation pipeline would be like. And it's got to be really impressive and well thought out in order to get the movie done in time. Yeah. No shit. Certainly. No shit. Oh, that's why you, I, I was wondering why you knew her name was Flo. It's cause it's Flo's cafe. Do they say Flo ever? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure they say everybody's name at some point. Yeah, of course. It, it, you know, when you look at a movie like this, it's it's terrifying to think, oh my god, they had to build all that stuff. But it's yeah. like, well, you know, someone's like, okay, today I will make the grass. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow I will make Flo's cafe. Yep. Tomorrow I will make the thing. So, Gotta get up and make the grass. Today. Yeah. So you sl- <laughs> you slowly build it up. It's not like okay, ready and everything. Yeah. You know. There was someone whose job was just to make those that street light. Press the everything yeah. button. <laughs> yeah. June is rocks. Yeah, That's exactly. the way it goes. This doesn't happen in a while. Hmm. It's a movie where we kind of ran out of stuff to say. Nah, we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know why we picked it. The story. <laughs> well, you know, I was going to do Cars 2, but I didn't want to inflict that on everyone. At least Cars is a watchable movie. Yeah. I mean, Cars... Tar- uh, Mike hasn't seen Cars 2. I don't want to spoil it. It's stupid. Go go ahead. I don't care. Fucking, it's... Yeah, well, I don't think we're going to do Cars 2, so if we have things to I don't talk think, about Cars 2... I'm going to go to my grave never having seen Cars 2, so... Yeah. Cars, it's... I don't even remember this sequence in Cars 1 of the, the stampede through the town. Yeah. It happens a few more times, too. Jeez. Uh, the... the car, Cars 2 is just depressing. Because I was, like, dead set on going in and being like, no, okay, obviously it's not as good, but it's not... It's No, it's really pretty bad uh, go, why i don't know oh. I've, on, I've only seen it the go, once spoiler, i don't remember spoilers coming. Yeah, feel free feel free i only saw it the once in the theater i don't remember i remember having a feel a very much feeling of oh well okay that was that that was about what i expected you know how a good story told doesn't feel like a contrivance sure everything about cars 2 every scene feels like a contrived thing so they could do a scene like this ah and there's not as much connective tissue i mean there's enough so that you wouldn't notice at each eight nine maybe ten but it's it's just not there it's just not a it's just not a finished movie really i mean it's gorgeous and it's got some really impressive sequences but it's just it's more than anything else it's not even a movie you want to talk about in terms of how bad it is or how good it is it's more a movie that you talk about and how in terms of how disappointing it is because of what it what it sort of means when pixar puts out a movie that's like that um because it's you know it's like your high school sweethearts now off doing meth <laughs> what, do you, what what are you Cars 2 it's like happened. that Jay Giles band song Centerfold <laughs> like, yeah. oh God, man Giles sir Jay Giles, Giles band sorry I've only seen it written down I will say my, as I said before my nephew is a huge Cars fan and I went I was home at one point and we the whole family went to go see Cars 2 and at some point later my brother-in-law asked my nephew so do you think you know, you'll want to we should get uh, Cars 2 on DVD when it when it comes out on DVD and my nephew was like nah that's alright yeah. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. So even my six year old or seven year old nephew, he would have been six at the time. Uh, was like, um, yeah, just, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Look, I just, <sighs> I, you know, I just, I, I want to take a nap. I don't want to. <laughs> let's talk about this later. Just, yeah. This sim right here is beautiful. 
Yeah, it's just oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that dust going on in the back. Yeah, that's great stuff. Now, imagine, for instance, humans found this world or this continent or whatever, and there's people there now. And the people want to get around. The people are used to cars. And they try to get into the cars, and the cars are like really offended and weird, and it's, it's crazy. The that hell are you doing? So then the people make cars <laughs> that aren't cars ah. and drive them around. And then all the cars in this movie have this weird existential crisis, like the cat that didn't that the other cat was dead, <laughs> right. and it's just like, ah, like this weird uncanny valley for if you put just your car in this car. world, it'd just be like this brand new dead thing, like a yeah. taxidermied person. Just they, like they would, <laughs> they would treat it like 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 uh, you know like the the uh, the droid in Prometheus. Yeah, they'd droids. be like, you're not a real car. Yeah. <laughs> But what is real? Even if it had, it had like, it, you could really just, you know, piss them off. By, you'd have a GPS that talked inside. Turn left. Oh, my God. They even made it, like, sound like it's talking. That's gross. <laughs> unclean. Unclean. <laughs> That's so, that, that would be the car on Candy Valley. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a, a car on Candy Valley for cars. I'm sorry. It's just a car. He, he can't the, even smile. It, Ooh. It's the untranny valley. Oh, mm, wow. Oof. I'm just using the cars thing where they just make puns. Yep. That's, that's, that joke is really the level of Jay Limo, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Man. What's happening now? Well, right now... You just rewatched this. What's he just, happening? He just busted into the guy's this place and saw out. all the old races that he used to do. Right, but we the, saw that before. The, that was this a previous... This is about how he, he was... But he's now he's confronting about it. He got into ah. a crash, uh, and the whole world ah. left him behind, and he got bitter about it. Ah. Because show business is a horrible bitch goddess. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. You'll learn that, kid. What's going to be really depressing is in like 45 years when flying cars start being born. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> and then all these cars are just, just like, it's like basically if humanity evolved at 600 times speed <laughs> and then like we have to get a little older and then deal with like the kids that for some reason aren't affected by gravity. Well, it's the cybernetic <laughs> implants, man. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Those oh, will fuck come. these kids. I think the interesting point will be when in a couple years in this universe we'll start getting cars that drive themselves. Oh yeah, but they do. What would well, Google, yeah, what no, would we have them. But world? I mean, when they start becoming a thing, when they start no, driving here, on the roads, our, our yeah. world. Oh, yeah, sorry. when, when it goes Minority Report and they can drive themselves. Yeah, yeah. is that how this all started? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's what I think. I think it's like the Matrix. You know, it's like uh, they became self-aware. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck am I driving you around for? <laughs> I'm doing all the work. I'll go where Here's I want to go. Here's the question. Back into the Cars universe, supposing, and I think rightly so, that they killed all the humans. <laughs> how do you think they did it? How did they, <laughs> how did, how did they execute the mass wipeout? <laughs> totally not hard. And where did they put your the cars? They, yeah. r- they ran them over. Well, Stephen yeah. King made a whole terrible movie about that. Yeah. With, uh, and there was only one of them. Uh, Christine. Uh, uh, Maximum uh, Overdrive. Oh, that too? I was thinking okay. Buick 8. Christine is about one bad car. Maximum <laughs> Overdrive is about how all the cars take over. It's actually trucks. The it's short story was called Trucks, but is, the movie's called I want to read it. Is that the one he directed? Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, famously. Is it, <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen it? No. <laughs> Just avoided it? Yeah. Well, even Stephen King was like, yeah. I, yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm, was like, I'm assuming there's a reason he hasn't done that again. Yeah, that's yeah, well, why it, I don't do it, this. It was really just one of those things like, Stephen King, uh, yeah, yeah, you want to direct? You know, he, he, was like, he realized that, you know, he, he had no actual skill in directing or any reason to, other than having seen a lot of movies. But he talks about the first day of shooting. He's saying about setting up a shot. Well, well I guess we'll shoot here and we'll shoot there. And, and, and like the AD and the DP were kind of like, um, uh, and he's like, what? And then they had to explain to him about screen direction. Mm-hmm. Like, well, see, if you shoot it from here, but then you shoot it from there, 
it's going to be on the he different side like he's of going the screen. Left and her, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's the moment where you're like, oh, Christ. Oh, we're oh. screwed. But, you know, <laughs> but it's the same. It's, it's, we're talking about uh, you know, Pixar. It's like, I'm sure the same thing happened to the crew on John Carter. Uh, you know, they found out that you know, Andrew Stanton had never made an actual movie. Because um, <laughs> as, as I've mentioned recently, I, I listened to the, the director's commentary of John Carter. And one of the things he talks about is, is how you know, I really didn't know. Uh, of course, I'd never you know, had to work with an AD before. I really didn't understand what they did. And uh, they, they do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're really important. <laughs> so that's that's how little he knew about filmmaking before they gave him two hundred fifty million dollars to make a movie with real people in it. Yeah, can we just can we just change uh, cha- change Taylor's hair and just re-render all those scenes? Yeah. No, Andrew, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll that shoot. will take an hour. Yeah, we'll that shoot. will take an hour. that will take three weeks to re- reshoot all of those things. We'll, we'll shoot the scene this way and then a couple weeks couple weeks from now we'll look at it again and see if we, we like it or if yeah. we'll, you know, maybe we'll just do it again. Which I, would, want, I wonder if he would have, and maybe he did, I don't know, but I wonder if he would have been better served if he had just literally made a, a, you know, a storyboard animatic animated version of John Carter first. I imagine I, that they did. Why, yeah. why didn't they just make a cartoon of John Carter? Yeah. yeah. Then the jumping might have not been so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. This Losing mov- the book tray. This movie gave me uh, a weird idea about wanting to put white walls on my car just to see what it would look like. Because obviously it would be a weird affectation, but I, I like the look of white walled tires. And I think they add class to a car the way, you know, uh, black rims or spinners don't. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, hey, shit like that right saying? there. Like that on my car. I, yeah. you know, I think that'd be cool. Well, I, I, we on, talk- my, on my black Civic. I know we talked. You need about to this get a really day. shitty car and then put awesome yeah. tires on. <laughs> it. Put awesome white walls. You need on. like you get a Gremlin or an El Camino. Yeah, exactly. Put white walls on it. Volkswagen an old thing. Volvo. Yeah, with those LED light up things that when they're spinning they make a smiley face. Mm-hmm. This is the montage where he's giving everyone back in the town their due before he goes off to the yeah. race. Yeah, because he's, he's learned. Like, he's learned. He's learned that there is value to the small town life. Yeah. He's acknowledging them all as people. Flats happened. <laughs> now, the painting also leads to a second interesting existential question, which is, what is the role of race in the car's universe? <laughs> Suppose, you know, you could just change your color all the time. Well, obviously, they but they don't have a, a race issue. They have the class. Yeah, it's, it's, not a, it's not about color. It's about function. In fact... It's Coloring your car and outfitting it is the only recourse you have against your your set in stone class from birth. Like the like the fucking well, except that except that you know Cheech is like you know he's the lowrider man, so it's obviously there is some kind of racial characteristic to it, mm-hmm. or we think there is. <laughs> Maybe we're the racist ones. He's a lowrider. Uh, no, but like the guys in the beginning that were like knocking Mac off the road and playing him with a lullaby, they started as shitty cars. They didn't like it. They rebelled against the system, man. <laughs> and then they outfitted themselves Plus with they underlighting. Were clearly, and they were clearly black. That well, that too. What are we doing here? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? You started it. I know, but I'm just like questioning. You now. guys are doing whatever you guys are doing. <laughs> I think the way the casting worked for this movie, just to set all that aside, I think the way it worked is you pick a type of car that we don't have yet, and then you pick the most stereotypical inhabitant of that car, and then you make the car that personality. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the movie is racist, but the universe isn't. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> the makers of the movie are racist. I mean, it's not as bad as whatever the fucking robots were in Transformers 2 but 
Now here's what. Okay, lighting department, just Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah, this gets real pretty Jesus. real quick. This I mean, it's is gorgeous. Fantastic. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And there's a shot coming up when they're cruising, and and it's all the reflections. Yeah. It's just like. Oh, and he's gotten even more complicated now because he's got you know little glitter embedded in his oh, paint. He's, he's got a glitter job now. there. Yeah. yeah. I just love the idea that all cars want to do is drive and kind of lope Cruise. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're for. Man. That's that's all some people want to do that's in their right. cars. It's, so like George, it makes it's like George Lucas sense. came and directed this scene. Yeah. Look at that. Jesus. Does music exist in this universe? It must. Oh, yeah. They're playing. They're listening. Uh, they're playing Come Go With Me or whatever. Well, I know, but. Yeah, I don't know how okay, they play so it. How do they was play a, it? There was a guy who looked like Elvis in the, uh, yeah. in the opening scene. I don't know how they play music. Yeah. With their horns, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. The the entire music industry is based on farting. <laughs> <laughs> or blowing your nose. Or blowing your nose. <laughs> <laughs> and here are the cows again. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's part of it is they do certain gags three Wait, or four times. Why do the what are the cows doing? They're standing so they're out in a field. They're, they're standing. Well, hold on. That happens in small towns. No, not right here. Generally, they're standing out in a field grazing. Okay, tractors. But then there's a combine. Yeah. Who clearly exists to harvest the grain. There are too but many what tractors. Do they, but what, what do, do they do? Many tractors for? But what do they do with the grain? And why do? Why does he do it? <laughs> Well, What's he going to do with it? They distill it into organic fuel, man. Yeah, wow. they make ethanol out of it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with it? He's the yeah yeah. Uh, what's I'll allow it. The, that the, was that's that works. The Carlin guy. He's got he's got his own uh, little microbrewery. Yeah. 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 I was. We're all on, on board with that being just some weird pot thing, right? <laughs> Biodiesel mm-hmm. equals marijuana. Well, it's just crazy shit that the government's trying to keep down. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's different like different little flavors and code names and stuff for them. Yeah, totally. It's it's totally pot. Wouldn't this have been amazing if there were just? It's like, and now there's aliens. I'd be like, sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> the, the UFOs have brains too. Sure, it's UFOs or our people. If cars, as well. if cars two wanted to, if dude, cars, if cars two wanted to like be about something, they could have. That's your sequel. Humans, yeah. It's just humans and or aliens who come down who go. Oh my god, a planet of cars! How the fuck does this work? Yeah, this makes no sense. <laughs> how did you evolve wheels? No, I like the it's idea. A, it's a it's a hitchhiker's guide where where Ford is right. They are the dominant species. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the idea. Imagine uh, I just got off on this whole thing mentally, where you start. You said UFOs, and I'm like, Cars Two is about spaceships. Yeah. Now I'm on the thing where it's like, okay, imagine Star Wars in the car universe. Car Wars, okay. So <laughs> yeah. so Luke is like one of those little those little T hoppers, like T19s back home, or whatever T- he says. T16. T16s. Uh, so he's one of those. Han would be the Millennium Falcon. What would Leia? Exactly. Be? Everyone is just their ship. Everyone's just their ship. <laughs> but then, like, it's all of the cool X wings, and then like this one T sixteen going into the Death Star, which has a giant eyeball. Yeah. You kind of want to see it. That's, now you kind of want to see Emperor. it. The Emperor. The Emperor himself is a big floating yeah. thing. Yeah. Darth Vader is his special. And then in Return of the Jedi, the Emperor has a giant chunk knocked out of him, and he's like. But he's not dead. But he's not dead. Yeah. He's he'd like have Voldemort. A, he'd, he'd have no. He'd have a big one of those big white X bandages on him to show he's injured <laughs> in space. <laughs> my brain hurts. Yeah. This is so fun. Now I see why they made this movie. <laughs> this movie made my head hurt. 
Just thinking of the other possible movies made my head hurt. What kind of vehicle does, I guess Jabba is the sail barge? Uh, yeah. Jabba would be... Big fat sail barge. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's easy about Star Wars in a way that it wouldn't be about our world with cars is that we only have a few vehicles that are completely ubiquitous, whereas Star Wars seems to have whatever you want. You can kind of have a ship for anything. So it's hard to imagine the kind of like equal thing that Java would be in the Star Wars universe because they have all sorts of machines anyway. But what about like Obi-Wan? What would he be? Would he be R2-D2? Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan is... What would R2-D2 be? What's like the default... Oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't work so well after all. Maybe it's not always going to be a one-to-one relationship. Maybe, maybe that's just we need. Maybe what we it would need to be. Admit to maybe ourselves. it would be like they treat it in this movie, where it's like it's worth it's worth ten seconds of a joke <laughs> to say. What if Bugs Life was all cars? What if Toy Story was all cars? What if Star Wars was all cars? Car Wars. And these fucking their plight is nothing but photography. These are the TMZ cars, born and raised with cameras. Glued to their sides. Oh, is that what yeah. happened to TMZ? Yeah, but <laughs> but now let, let's be honest. These things are more human than actual paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. So, but but Wait, how do they actually uh, pull the trigger on the camera? Better yet, oh, there's a wire. One would assume it's connected to their battery. One Wait. would assume they weren't born with the cameras. So no, it's clearly they uh, had yeah. a camera yeah. drilled onto them. No, no, it's clearly like attached. It's like to attached. Their it looks like a C stand kind of. A yeah, thing. they can they can remove it. I assume how. Yeah, yeah they but what are they all use? the time? They have to have sex and make little cars sometimes. Oh, cars humping. Picture it. Do we see <laughs> baby cars anywhere uh, in either of these movies? Well, we see the little anime car, which is supposed to be a 14-year-old car so that the older horny cars that are into Jap- Japanese culture get off on that little baby. Yeah, th- th- she, she was, she's a fully grown car. She just looks young. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With those really big contact lenses. <laughs> Brian's over here like about to pop. <laughs> <laughs> He already didn't like this movie, and now he's yeah. having weird existential <laughs> thoughts. Being forced now we're giving, to put more thought into it than I ever wanted more thought to. to this movie than ever. Maybe lighting, beautiful lighting. Just oh, yeah. keep actually, it, wait. I'm humming the lighting. Maybe adult cars when they want to have a baby, they literally make a car and then breathe life into it or something. May, well, that's what the uh, in in that's the in robots. Robots theory. in yeah. robots. You buy a kit. Yeah, and you, you buy build a it. Kit and you build it. And then and then. And then you do a montage of that that robot kit somehow aging. Well, they, 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 <laughs> no, they age by by upgrading the parts. Oh yeah, you actually you actually just build on new parts. So you why not start there? <laughs> so can you not turn ten years old until your parents can afford the yeah. upgrade kit? Yeah. yeah, it's actually kind of interesting. That yeah, way. I mean, there's it's interesting. Kind of uh, there are interesting well, story so possibilities they, there. They, they explore that. It's like you know, like if you have an older sibling, you get their hand me down parts. So, you know, like, you, now you can have the, the 10-year-old legs. Like, uh, but they're all Ew, I have out. my brother's dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all worn out. Yeah. Hey, look, it's well-polished. <laughs> it's well-polished. It's worn out. You know. That means, yeah, it's, it's, it should work well. Yeah, so Los Angeles. Yeah. Los I, li- Angeles. I like how they were like, do we have a pun for that? Nah. No, just, just <laughs> Los just, Angeles. No, it's just L.A. Los Cargillas. Get out, Jerry. <laughs> no, seriously. Go home. Say, Jerry, say it fired. slowly. Yeah. Los Carn... Los Trangeles? Los Trangeles. Yeah. Well, you're pushing that tram thing. People will be thinking, <laughs> yeah. Well, tram's a useful thing. <laughs> I can't believe how much of a dick the green car is. Chick? Okay. Emeryville. 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 Yep. That's where Pixar is. Do you get it? 
Yeah. I like the really dumb helicopter for Dinoco. He just sort of sits around being like, he's like the one black guy at the party. He's like the non-car. Yeah. Just but like, there are, hey but guys. Dinoco's symbol is a dinosaur. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's an actual animal. Yeah. Well, Dinoco is the name of the gas station in Toy Story, isn't it? Uh, yes, I think yes. so. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Ah! And somewhere in here is the Pizza Planet car. Yeah, it's out in the Clearly. parking lot, I think. Easily. How could they not have a Pizza Planet car in this? Yeah. F- they fucking had it in Brave. They f- yeah. They're going to find a way is to it in Brave? Them. It, it is Brave? in Brave. It's, it's in the wood shop in the... Oh, okay. In the, okay. in the wood shop. Oh, that made a little that's so the Planet carving. But the, the car is also there. Oh, okay. What would we uh, do without Reddit? What would we know? Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't know anything. That was one of... So, um, with the, the movie Ted coming out, they uh, they established a Twitter feed for Ted. There's even a joke in the in the movie about him tweeting, but there's a Twitter feed, and it's like... It comes hard and fast. And not all of them are funny, but when Instagram went down, he's he's like, Instagram and Reddit are down. What are you eating? What are you doing? <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> So I, this is just supposed to be in the middle of Los Angeles because there's way more green in that yeah. than yeah. actually exists in the city of Los Angeles. Yeah, despite the fact that there are more cars because everyone is a car, there is less of a concrete jungle <laughs> in Los yeah. Angeles in this world. Yeah. Somehow there's still more parks in this fictional Los <laughs> yeah, Angeles. Yeah, exactly. But there's and no it, money. And how do you? How are you a Winnebago? <laughs> what is the point of being a, a, a Winnebago? Trey, what is the point of being you? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a movie about how life is weird and meaningless. <laughs> exactly. There's a baby car. Oh, he's a cute he's a baby car. car. Yeah. He wants to wave his little... He All he wants in the world is to either be or have something else. But it's a living creature that he wants to be or have. <laughs> how so, could... yeah. So, if he studies and works real hard in school, can he grow up to be a fighter jet? Can he grow up how to be a plane? How does that work? No. Only with extensive surgery, and even then it's kind of this Michael Jackson thing where he doesn't really work right. He just sort of looks almost like a jet. But then he drives around and does a tour every few years. It's really a sad commentary on our own existence, this movie. Yeah, you can't change. I'm telling you, it's fucking classism. It's like (laughs) built-in caste system. See, she was born a freaking Porsche. Mm -hmm. And then later became a lawyer. Well, of Wait, and then and then and then in a way that a tow truck can never be. And then Lightning asked, <laughs> "Were you making a lot of money?" And she sort of shirks the question and said, "That was my old life." But what would you do with all that money? Would you just buy a bigger garage? But okay, it's a bigger room. What do you put in there? Because you're a car. <laughs> what are you going to occupy the rest of the space with? Your luxurious extra space. You will. Fill it with well, he's, he sells toys of himself, so I guess memorabilia exists. And put your piston, but how does a car play trophies? with the toy? He's gonna <laughs> smash it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where for me, that's where the thread ends. I, uh, <laughs> so we're through the looking glass, here. yeah. We're through the looking glass, people. I mean. What can you fucking say about cars, man? <laughs> it's beautiful. It just it's makes a, your head hurt. It's a good story. It's beautiful. I mean, it sucks you out of its grasp every now and then by making you ask a question that is more <laughs> interesting than the movie. But I mean, it's a gorgeous film. Who, like, who's playing Chick? Who's who's the voice? Uh, Michael Keaton and Allison Janney. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Is it Michael Keaton though? Uh, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton is in great. here somewhere. He's Chick. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He's That's such a douche. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. 
And you'd think he'd have some sort of a... And Richard Petty is the, the one with the mustache. He would the, get some sort of a comeuppance for what is basically... He basically, in a race... Yeah, he basically just Punches the guy in the knee, breaks his knee, and the guy falls and, like, eats shit. And then he wins the race. And he doesn't... He, no one, like, foul? Nothing? I don't know. I guess this is... Man, this is gladiatorial. That's awesome. Why don't they have... Why doesn't it turn into, like, Ben-Hur, where they've got, like, spikes and stuff? Because <laughs> clearly they're allowed. Because it's probably, you know, the car version of the NFL. And it could be a lot more brutal than they actually allow it to be. Right. Have you guys ever that's been always, to a- That's always been my thing with sports. People are like, oh, they shouldn't, you know, performance-enhancing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's have a league where we just let them. Just <laughs> yeah. fucking let them do it. Let them build pistons into their legs and shit. Let them kill each other. <laughs> well, Isn't that what the XFL was supposed <laughs> to be? It's one of the great SNL bits from uh, the, in the Phil Hartman, the, the all-drug Olympics. Where it's like, anything goes, whatever. You know? And so the, the commentators were like, actually, in addition to like, well, he's had three, you know, this whole thing. Also, um, he's apparently full of PCP. He's had some kind of fish paralyzing agent, <laughs> and uh, of course, a lot of steroids. Yeah, it's the one where that Phil Hartman is like the weightlifter, and he's like he's, he's got these giant muscular arms, and he, and he does, and he he goes to do a, a jerk, and he just his arms just come off. <laughs> oh, he's torn his arms off. Oh, he's gonna be feeling that tomorrow. Have any of you guys ever been to a big race like this before? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, you actually yeah. went. I, thought I, you, I, I don't you had think I, I. Even though I, I, I worked, I worked them. I spent oh. a summer in Daytona a whole summer, and I could certainly hear the races, but I uh, never actually went to any. I lived in uh, Indianapolis for five or six years, and I went to F1, I went to Indy, and I went to NASCAR races. Uh, I went to more F1 races than the other two, but I went to a couple of Indies and at least one NASCAR race. Uh, <coughs> the, what's interesting about races like that, especially in a race town like Indianapolis, uh, is the difference in the crowd and the culture that you get for each individual race, because naturally NASCAR is very much... You know, 50-year-old women that have really, really sunburned chests and lots of beers. You know what I'm talking about, though? That oh, thing? Oh, yes, that, yes. And, you know, lots of beers. And, and their kids are wearing little those little helmets that have the thing on both sides, but they're like juice boxes and shit like that. It's that kind of a crowd. Am I painting a picture? Oh are you getting it? they had those. You're getting those? That's sad. Uh, the Indianapolis 500 crowd is very, very, very neighborly. Like, it's unnaturally neighborly because everyone there... Uh, everyone has nothing has, else to do for about four hours because everyone there is related right. to everyone yeah. else and uh, the F1 <laughs> everyone race there is someone's cousin is really distinctly European it's really a bunch of guys that flew out uh, take their shirts off they paint their faces and they have giant giant flags and you know it's European uh, racing stuff and, and shit like that and it's a very uh, it's a very the beer is nicer kind of kind of <laughs> place uh, loud rambunctious it's a little bit hooligany uh, the thing about all of them that I really love though is the people around the speedway, like people just have houses, but they're near the IMS, uh, the motor speedway. The, uh, they'll, they'll rent out plots of their yards to have people park on all day yeah. long, so oh, you don't yeah. have to walk four miles. And those guys, every time there's a big race, are just letting out their, you know, they can fit 15 or 20 cars onto their lawn. They're making like six grand a day. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, basically the same thing would happen in Daytona. Anything within like two miles of the speedway, any open patch of ground turned into a parking lot that you charge 20 bucks for. And so the school, Embry-Riddle, the, the actual campus, would also you know sell out every corner of its campus. And you could sign up as a club. You could sign up on a list to take responsibility for one patch, and then you got that money. We far and away made more money doing those for our club than any other kind of fundraiser we <laughs> ever did. The other thing about them is uh, NASCAR is really loud. Yes. Yeah. Indianapolis 500 races or Indy IndyCar races, the Indy League, are really, really loud. 
F1 is something else entirely. <laughs> F1 is painful loud. We lived 25 miles away from the speedway, and you could hear the F1 races from my house loud. From 20 miles away. When you're there, I won't even approximate it here because it's going to hurt your ears and everyone listening's ears. It is, if you take out your earplugs, you're going to have a headache for a week loud. Those cars are running at such high RPMs, and the pitch is so high and so loud that it just, it, it kills you. It's really, really painful. And I didn't understand the appeal of going to races until I got a uh, headset that lets you tune into the race car. So you pick your favorite car. I pick based on color. <laughs> and just listen to that team. That's when shit gets really interesting because you're hearing about them. Every little thing that happens on the car that you might not even notice because there's so many cars and they're always doing shit you don't even pick up on subtleties with the cars becomes really interesting and you start figuring out their strategy. Especially if you pick a car that makes headway during a race. Shit like that. And... Uh, one time I went to a NASCAR race where I had a headset and a car that I was listening to crashed. That made the experience worth it. <laughs> but of course, that only reinforces the old standby that, oh, this is great. Wow. That only reinforces the old standby that the only fun part about a race is a crash. Now, speaking of which. Yeah. Crazy. Bang the hell out of that I'd, car. I'd call that payback. That's not, is that payback? Chick? No, he was the good guy. Yeah. Chick fucked up the good guy. Oh, that's right. That's the, the Richard Petty. That's uh, the the other. Oh, he's learned. He's lesson. learned. Uh, he's learned to respect his elders. Cool Runnings. <laughs> and what, is this what happened in Cool Runnings? I don't remember Cool Runnings. Oh, that's right. <coughs> I should see Cool Runnings again. That was a fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, let's movie. turn this off. Let's start Jamaican cool. bobsled What'd you be smoking, yeah. man? Hey, smoking nothing, man. We got ourselves a bobsled team. <laughs> yeah. And that director went on to make many popular films. No. Including National Treasure. Oh, yeah? It's John Tuttle's album, right? Yeah. yeah. Ah. This is his first feature. Well, good for him. A lot of shots of uh, the Hudson Hornet just kind of smiling, being like, yeah, <laughs> I taught him that. Well, you know, when you have Paul Newman in your movie, you're gonna get, you got to get him on screen as often <laughs> yeah. as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether or not he's talking. Mm-hmm. That, that's what happened in um, uh, Kung Fu Panda. There were a lot of, like, Jackie Chan was in there, and he has, like, three lines. The characters are out on there all the time, <laughs> but he says about three things, because they only, they were able to get Jackie Chan while he was, like, waiting for a sandwich or something. <laughs> they just ran they up just, to him. They just and pulled him in. Strip Jackie, come here, come here, just read this. <laughs> Thanks. Say these three things. Now go. <laughs> he didn't say. even know he was in the movie for Why like am two I saying years. these things? What are these for? You'll find out. No, it's cool. You're, it's we'll good. send you a check. Don't worry about it. So yeah, I guess you're right. This uh, this character doesn't get a traditional. Ah, oh, you got paid back. It's yeah. like other than the fact that it's a pyrrhic victory because you see, he everyone hit him, and everyone knows that he didn't really win because you know lightning was going to win, but lightning was the better car. Yeah, and he lost the real treasure in life. That's right. Which is love? <laughs> Friendship, Mike. Friendship. Question mark? Yeah. Uh, transmission fluid? Oh, look, a station wagon. She's, that, she's a swilf. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the blue car was, is voiced by Richard Petty, right? So the, the the station, o- yeah, the older car. There, yeah, yeah, so the station wagon is his wife, so that, that is uh, voiced by Richard Petty's actual wife, Linda Petty. 
See, it's all a whole it's thing. It's a right whole there. thing. So if you're into cars, blah, blah, blah. If you're into cars, I'm sure that was super exciting. You yeah. think that's great. I'm like, you know, but if if there was a movie about, like, special effects and friggin', like, Dennis Murin had a cameo and stuff. Ken Ralston, Ken Ralston like, has a voice. Yeah. We'd, yeah, we'd lose our shit and everyone would be yeah. like, what? So... I, I you don't I get understand that. that's that's yeah. Dennis Muren. I can't believe they got Edlin to do a porn scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Look at him go. Boy, he hates traditional theater. Leia, look at him. <laughs> that's really inside baseball. Sorry. The truck is born to be. A, this is fucking sad. I mean, the <laughs> is the hat part of him or does he wear it? No, is I think it's part of him. In fact, he was born to look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> that sucks. He was born wearing a trucker hat. Poor guy. So what Dude, is teenage? He was born Ashton Kutcher. That sucks. So what does teenage rebellion sucks look for like Ashton in Kutcher, this world? I'm sure too. Yeah. No. When, when well, you're growing up as a truck awesome and you decide him. you don't want to be a truck, oh, wow, you run wow. off. What do you do? You go off and you get an extra muffler on the side of your head, and you <laughs> wear a lot of you wear a lot of black paint. Yeah. Well, you just start. No, what you do is you run off and you start pulling the circus around town. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well nice. played. This is cute, and they actually got Schumacher for this, which is great. Schumacher made an appearance on Top Gear once, pretending to be the Stig, and everyone lost their shit. Schumacher, who? Schumacher, Joel Schumacher, Michael Schumacher. Okay, I'm F- like Joel Schumacher. F- Fuck F- that guy. He was the. Leader of the uh, F1 pack for eight or ten years there. He might still be actually racing. I don't know. But he was the guy that would always, whenever I went to see, I think he was an F1 guy. Uh, whenever you'd go to see an F1 race, it would always be uh, the Ferrari team that would win. Schumacher's team. I think it's a Ferrari team. I might be wrong. I just remember that the cars were red and white. Mm. Anyway. No, Schumacher's another race guy. Different class. But Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Super exciting if you're into that kind of thing. I'm not. Fucking, I don't know. I, I don't... I, well, apparently you do. <laughs> no, I think you had to explain it to us. the rest of us. Well, speaking of things I do know in a field that I really don't care about, but I, at least I know it, I don't have, uh, to use Mike's word, about Brian antipathy against <laughs> this whole community. But uh, one other thing I know is that, unless Even I'm mistaken... Antipathy. <laughs> it's not antipathy? I guess antipathy. It's antipathy. 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 I guess you would just... It's right. the opposite of sim- sympathy. Right. Homeopathy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Another <laughs> thing that uh, you have my sympathy. <laughs> unless I'm mistaken, Wikipedia. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Unless I'm mistaken, uh, and I and I may be. I think the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500 is the single largest sporting event of all time every year. I don't think there was in ever ter- in terms of in terms attendance? of uh, attendance yeah. uh, because I the, believe the, it. The IMS is built to seat 500,000 people, it's and it a, fills up. I it's bet. a big fucking place yeah AKA and uh, half a million half a million people uh, <laughs> like you know what whatever the, the reality resource sanity which was unnervingly huge would be a little less than half that size uh and it just fills up like a mofo and i think unless there's something i can't think of what else there would have been even in old times uh unless there's something that's bigger than that that's actually the biggest sporting event ever every year anyway we made it Joe Ramped Joe co-directed Ramped. this. Delay. He died in 2005. So yeah. what the hell? When yeah. did this movie come out? Six, seven? Well, six. That's why it's co-directed and not just directed. I think I he guess. started yeah. and then and then oh, Lassiter took over. I think that's that's a really happened. sad story. If you know, yeah. don't. I mean, it's interesting to look up and to know your Pixar history. Go wiki Joe Ramped. A N R A N F T. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe losing Joe Ramped is what what. You know, I was wondering about that because they talk about how. Wally was the last of the original 
ideas. Ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Ideas, and then they were, you know. Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe he was maybe we've, been, we've been canonizing Lassiter yeah, and Doctor and, 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 and really Bird. is the one who would, would have Ramp. said, I think this Brave needs another trip back to the yeah, yeah, Blacksmith maybe. to work this out. Ramp 2012. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, but it's guys. a very sad story. He he died. I I, I must be. I think he, <laughs> I think he was driving and he went over an embankment and then yeah. down a cliff. Mm. Yeah, uh, and he and the yeah. person he was with both died. Was like his, he was forty five. It was his time. son or something like that was with him. It was, was with really him. sad because he was a. Not only is he a pioneering member of the Pixar team and a creative director and director. I no, not a director. Uh, I think this but, was his first like action. But he was also uh, he also did voices. He, he was, was voices for many of them. He was Roz notably for Monsters Inc. And I, if I'm I don't. Was he the teacher in Finding Nemo? Hey, Probably, or something like that. But he was. He, he was the. Oh, the, he was also Heimlich. Yeah, Heimlich, the big fat bug in Bugs Life. Anyway, Ramped was a. You know, that's a bummer. Yeah, there you go. Story supervisor Joe Ramped. Yeah. So yeah. maybe. So yeah, that's maybe. what happened. Yeah. Additional screenplay material: Bonnie Hunt. Yes, yeah, huh. yeah, she's a writer. Cool. Anyway, cars. Uh, Rat. Oh, art. Thank you all. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. I had predicted. That I saw that too. Problem with that font. I would uh, sculptor Jerome Ramped. Yeah. Crazy. Um, it's a whole family thing. Uh, I had predicted we would have more to say about this one, but it, it kind of fizzled out. But we thank did you guys. Okay. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We made it. We got there. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie that I think is better than it gets credit for, and the problem basically boils down to there's no one scene you can watch in this movie without having a bunch of questions. The movie doesn't have an interest in answering, and <laughs> then you end up asking weird ass shit like, "But do the cars fuck? I don't get it." <laughs> uh, and that will seriously do they? And that will that will pull uh, an older or more enlightened viewer out of the movie more than it will a five year old. Meaning to bumper to bumper. But if you're allowing, oh. if you're allowing the movie, uh, the good grace of just listening to the story that it's telling you, the story works beautifully, and it's a great movie. Yeah, uh, this is a movie that I think, if it is maligned, which some people like it more than others, but it's actually one of the. It's not the highest, but it's one of the normal area occupiers of the Rotten Tomatoes meter. Uh, if you think it's maligned, you know, revisit it because while it's fucking insane sometimes, uh, I think it actually manages to tell a good story very well. Brian. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's a well-told story, and I don't like race cars. <laughs> what about trucks? What about little pit stop cars? What about helicopters? Yeah, I'm well. I'm actually I'm interested to look at the the planes spinoff because I actually like planes. So <laughs> you know, sure. Watch planes is amazing. I love how Sully is a mon- <laughs> yeah. Sully is a monster truck. That's adorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the abominable snowplow. This is genius. Okay, Michael. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, I would say all of the same things that that Brian just said, but that doesn't make me, I, I, I don't come out hating the movie. I think it's a perfectly good movie. It's not, you know, it's not my favorite Pixar by any means. It's not one that I and and I, I want to watch. I want to clear that I don't hate the movie. I just don't you compared it to Prometheus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, no, you did. I, I remember uh, that. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, Dedicated see, there to Ramps. Yeah. Forty-five years old. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, it's bringing my milk in, guys. Yeah, because he does. He's done so many of the, oh, he the was voices. Lenny. I mean, that was the that was the gag he right there pet, at the he end. Was... He's like, "This sounds like the same guy over and over again." Because it was. Uh, man, yeah, it was anyway. him in that case. Yeah, Trey, cars, man. Yeah, cars. What are you gonna do? It's uh, Joe Ramped. I think we've. I think we found. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we figured it out. We found the. Uh, the we found the. Uh, the link here. Yeah, it's. It really. It's. It's. <coughs> Again, it's my least favorite, and I think it just has to do with the fact that it's just 
not your it's shit. not my thing yeah. you know it's not so much about my thing you know and and as you said if there was if pixar ever did one where it was all set in the world of visual effects we'd all go <laughs> oh my god that was so awesome it's so fantastic oh my god it was fantastic um but it's just Dude, it's a pixar movie about pixar stunningly oh my god there you it'll go. come stunningly technically amazing you know how it is um beautiful yeah it's beautiful and the story is works and the story is you know as craft as well crafted as as any other pixar story up to that point um and it just doesn't doesn't grab me yep there you go anyway this has been down in front you can always find more episodes at down in front.net subscribe to us on itunes you get a brand new episode every single week twitter.com slash down in front facebook down in front show email us at down in front show at gmail.com go to the forum register involve yourself in the conversation great community good people very, very little uh, crass jokes. Well, yeah, there's more of that well, on the show, yeah, really. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's our job. Yeah. And uh, buy our shirts, give us money. Holden Hill designed and maintains the website. And I'm just going to, I always blast past it, but Holden Hill designed and maintains the website. <laughs> and good God, that man. Sexy beast. Anyway, until next week, my name is T. Christie. Brian Pinnifer. Mike Scott. Trey Stokes. And this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Vroom, vroom.
Friendsinyourhead.com.